Hello and welcome to Vicious Sugar Plum Vipers, the Yule Reptile of Ramjack. Happy holidays. Welcome to the show. I'm Alex, and joining us today is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizen. Hello. We are in this holiday mix, and it's feeling good. Uh, Solstice is around the corner. Absolutely. It's next week. New Year's is almost upon us after that. Oh I mean, God. come on. It's coming fast, but take Ooh. it slow. Mm. You know, take time to enjoy it. Ooh, do that. It'll soon be the darkest night. Well, it's not the darkest night of the year, but it's the longest night of the uh, year. Yeah, yeah. And the There's darkest. <laughs> darkest. It's going to be so fucked up this year, guys. You don't even know. It's going to be so dark and twisted. The dark and twisted solstice. So dark and twisted. I don't know why this made me think of it. There should be a solstice uh, holiday movie in the same kind of spirit as a Hallmark or Lifetime. Or now QVC holiday yeah. film. Well, there is. It's called um, A Very Hyder Holiday Special. Which, uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, mm-hmm. adding that into the uh, the last podcast. Indeed. indeed. For those who did not hear it, please go back. The, the trailers for it sound amazing. Like, yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see it. Oh, it's game changer. Truly game changer. Holidays, hiders. What else do you need? Mm, it's got it all. It's got it all. Uh, speaking of QVC. Uh-huh. Holiday movies. Yeah. Today on Ramjack, we will be talking about the only one they've made so far? Yeah. Or did they make a new, another one? I'm pretty sure this is the, the one and only thus far. That's crazy. Because it, well, I, I want to know more. I, but I, I got nothing but questions, and the few answers I've found are even weirder, so. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Holly and the Hot Chocolate, guys. It's a movie, it's an hour long, and it's, uh, it's a fun time. It's exclusive. Oh, I guess it, it, I guess it, was it released this year? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, that's why they haven't made any new ones. This is the first one. I mean, still. Oh, okay. Still. Come out of the gate. You got, well, you got a movie. You're QVC. Like, QVC? Didn't even know it was still a thing. What? The weirdest thing to me, so, not to, we'll talk about that later. There's lots of other things to talk about, including uh, some fan fiction, which I've discovered or uh, had generated. But, so, uh, apparently, the next big thing in marketing and sales is going live, which I thought was already a thing. Yeah, that already happened. We're kind of... That already happened, but yeah, apparently we we're hitting a second wave of it. It's not just the the uh, the the crappy clothing brand whose name escapes me. Uh, Lou LaRoe, maybe? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just that, where it's like, I, I'm Great having my first pop-up shop, or I'm, I'm selling you live here in my QV. It's more organic than that. Like, apparently it's people just doing like a TikTok stream or a YouTube stream or a Twitch stream and just like in the middle of it. Oh, by the way, let's just shop. Let's look for this. Let's do it together. Um, that's becoming more prominent. But the way that I, I, I heard like a whole podcast about it, that were saying it was like a subculture, which, okay, y- y- you sold me when you said that. Um, but it seems like a lamer, either a more casual, but lamer version of like a personal QVC, like because they're so niche as well. Yeah. And I'm like, no one wants that. Who has time for that? And who really I, I wants say, that? I will say, I discovered this movie existed um, via Kat Denning's uh, um, um, Instagram. Oh. 
So well, well, well. So maybe I've already, maybe I already got pulled in. I also just spoiler alert. I may, I, I, I think we watched the same version of the film because we had the same, we'll say, video source. But I didn't feel like it was selling me anything, which I we'll think is. We'll talk about. We'll talk about it. We'll, we okay. will talk about it. Very interesting. We will talk about it because I had to go a deep dive undercover and figure it out. By that I mean look it up. Um. So apparently, and I heard, I learned this today. Coca-Cola is getting in on this. Mm. They've released a series of three holiday movies in the spirit of a Hallmark and a Lifetime, now QVC, mm-hmm. that I think are on YouTube now. It's something that they recently dropped. Now, they're shorter, probably shorter than an hour long, which is as long as the, the QVC wouldn't. But I, I know nothing else beyond that. Mm. Though I did see like some quick video clips of it, and it looks like the special effects budget was a lot more than any of these types uh-huh. of movies that come before it. So well, we'll see. If somebody, maybe we'll watch if somebody those, advertises it to me on Instagram, maybe I'll watch it. But yes. What's, what else has been going on, friend? Oh, <sighs> uh, you know. Caught you off guard there. You're like, ooh, oh, what did what has one happened? I uh, uh, working, uh, editing, um, you know, you know, regular stuff. Regular stuff. What about you? What's happening? What's What are you doing? Oh, I just, uh, regular stuff. No, I mean, nothing too crazy. Um, we... I've been doing some holiday stuff, which I think I've talked about a lot of it on the show. Have you seen any other mediocre, not holiday magicians? Thankfully, no. We did go to the Zoo Lights, which was pretty neat. Okay. Um, and we have plans to do other holiday-ish things this weekend, which nice. should be fun. Nice. Um, but that's about it. i just getting things, just getting ready, winding down. Work has been insane. I know for both of us, but indeed, um, indeed. it kind of delayed recording, sadly. Um, so, I mean, there's been tons of things that, but as of right now, they all flee from my mind because I'm, I'm in a safe, I'm in Ramjack. So I was like, all right, sure, sure. Let's just, uh, let's take a moment. Update, watch some things. Nice. Um, finish She-Hulk. It's great. Uh, apparently people were angry about it. People can fuck right off. Like yeah. uh, the people that are angry about it are the people they're making fun of. Surprisingly. <laughs> It's a great show. It's a great fucking show. Love it. Love it. Still a little sad that Angie Harmon was never She-Hulk, because should have been. But mm. still, you know, great. It's a great show. Great show. Loved it. Very good. Also, went and saw a movie last Friday. Uh-oh. I don't don't know if it's still in the theaters, if it's gonna be in the theaters. Kind of shocked it got it snuck into the theaters, to be honest. Um, well, that's interesting. I, I saw the movie The Mean One. The Mean One? What's that? Oh, you don't know The Mean One? Oh, wait. Is that the Grinch one? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's no better than you would expect at all. Like it's hmm. it's fine, I guess. I wouldn't I don't know I don't know if I would bother seeing it sober. I, I don't know if it's really worth it for that. It's fine. It's fine. There's a couple of good jokes. It's not really scary. It's uh, it's a schlocky parody movie with an evil Grinch that's killing people. So and it was released in theaters. Yeah, it was in the theater. I saw it in a theater. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Got some popcorn. Got a got a beverage in a theater watching the mean one. I honestly, I have I've I've as many questions about the mean one and why some things happened than as I do with Holly and the Hot Chocolate. There's a lot of hmm. questions for both of these projects. Like what I. What was the casting idea? What what was going on? Because I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand at all. I mean, you need to give me more because I haven't seen it yet. I, there's not. Well, I and I don't know that. I don't know that you need to. Um, you know, if you if you if you have if you think it might be a fun thing to see, 
see it. You'll, it's, it'll be fine. It'll be forgettable. It's 90 minutes. Fine. Perfectly fine. If you think, oh, this might be good. No, no, it's not going to be good. Don't, don't. What is amazing is they straight up, like, have done the Jim Carrey Grinch makeup. Like, flawless. It looks huh. great. It looks exactly, like, to the point where I'm like, can you legally do that? Can you <laughs> legally do the exact same character design as the Jim Carrey Grinch? Does he have the same, does he try to do Jim Carrey? Like, no, because he's not talking. He's kind of, he's growling and making noises, but he doesn't talk. I mean, he huh? definitely pulls some wacky faces at times hmm. um, that are possibly Jim Carrey-esque. But he just, it's like, it so looks like, it's like, I'm like, it's possible that they stole, like, latex molds from whoever did the makeup for that movie. It's so hmm. dead on that I'm like, this seems, I mean, you're not saying the Grinch. In fact, they're doing the fucking Austin Powers kind of joke where I just call him the mean one. But what he's really called is, and then someone yells, Mitch, Mitch, I've got an order for Mitch. So we're not, so we're not gonna, we can't say Grinch, obviously, you know, but mm. we're doing that gag. Don't know why we're doing that mm. gag. Like, mm. I, it, it plays well. I mean, it's, it's, it's hacky, but it works. It's fine. It's fine. But then we've got like the dead on Jim Carrey Grinch looking thing. And it's, I just like, how can you, surely, surely there's somebody somewhere that can file a lawsuit on that. Does, I mean, they might. Very strange, very strange. And I don't know, the casting for, like, uh, the lead, I, at first I thought, oh, maybe she's, like, a, like an MMA, like a, like a, uh, or like a, you know, like a wrestler, or like a, like a Ronda Rousey or somebody, because she's got that kind of, like, look, like, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I bet this is somebody. It's not. <laughs> it's just a person. And I'm like, huh. well, no, no offense, but, like, why are you the lead in a movie? Like, because when they finally got to the scene where she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill that Grinch. Um, she's like, and she's doing, like, a little mini training montage i'm like oh, okay because she's she's like a fighter so this is we're getting action scenes and she's like she's like a stunt woman but like okay that's it i'm like there's lots of stunt people i don't know why like i i don't know it was very strange very strange casting like the her romantic interest i'm like i don't how why not buying it i know this is a cheap ass fucking budget you know movie like no question sure like but i <sighs> You guys don't look like you are not camera ready. Neither one of you. <laughs> you are not leads in a movie. I'm sorry. You can't be leads in a movie. Um, it's funny you should say she looks like uh, Ronda Rousey mm -hmm. because she was a stunt double for her. Of course. Because I looked this person up because I was like, I got to see this person. If, yeah. if, when Brad says she's not camera ready or like the lead of a movie, I'm like, okay, well, what does this person look like? I got to see. And you're right. I mean, but then also uh, like, it's the first picture on IMDb of her of like her by Ronda Rousey. And like, I'm her stunt double. That makes sense. I mean, like, but I'm like, and again, like, you know, that's fine. It's just like, why are you the lead of a movie? It's weird. Like, it's not this isn't a particularly actiony movie where she's doing crazy cool stunts. And it was good to get like a stunt person. I'm just like, I don't know like what kind of weird tax write-off situation this is and how did this get into the theater how did this get into the even for like a you know like a two-day release or something how is regal straight up putting this in the movie theater because like i'm all about it but this is clearly a vhs rental situation <laughs> this is not like this this should have done well like on a streaming service like hey did you see um, Netflix put out this weird like Grinch movie yeah that was crazy that's what this is this isn't a theater movie 
Yeah. I mean, granted, I went and saw it because it was in the theater, and I was like, how did this end up in the theater? <laughs> um, so I guess maybe that's how you do it now. Like, you've got to be, I, it's got to be so shocking that this is actually in a theater that people go see it in a theater. I mean, theaters are trying a lot of things. They're desperate. I mean, if this is what they keep trying, weird shit, I'm there for it all the way. I mean, yeah, when things get tough, yeah, get they start weird, doing weird stuff. Give me more weird shit. I'm all about it. Have you have you looked at Violent Night? No, I want to see that though. That looks actually good. See, that looks good, and it's it's uh, isn't it isn't the premise that like Santa Claus someone hired a hit on Santa Claus? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's basically there's a home invasion of like a rich guy, um, and like it's like a um, what's that Jodie Foster movie, The Panic Room? They're like in a oh. panic room situation, but then Santa Claus <laughs> arrives to save the day. <laughs> And he's, like, fighting off, like, John Leguizamo, who's trying to, like, you know, rob the guy and kill the family. Interesting. Yeah, and Santa Claus intervenes, (laughs) which is, I mean, great. Like, yeah, fucking straight-up action hero Santa Claus. (laughs) I know that I have heard the premise of another movie where Santa Claus is let, the U.S. government lets Santa Claus know, hey, someone has hired a hit on you, and we have to protect you over Christmas. Okay, I like that. But I don't know where, I thought that was this movie, but it's not. To protect you? We have to protect you. That's like, all I saw. I was oh, like, yeah, what Santa Claus like has fucking magics. Yeah, it's what's like, the fucking government gonna do? Like, I mean, really? I mean, really? if you look on paper or what's told to us about the Santa Claus mythology, Santa Claus has like the magic powers of a deity. Yeah, he sees you when you're sleeping and knows when you're awake. Yeah, omniscient and omnipresent already. Come at me, like try to kill this man. Yeah, I keeps mean, a list of who's naughty and nice. That's like Jizo shit. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't even make Juan Guaido happen. Like, what are we talking about here? Come on. It's yeah. So I, I don't know if the, if Santa Claus needs a Secret Service to be like, look. Now, like, we've if, got if you our told hands me that full, the, but... the elves were unionizing and mm. like the um, Joe Biden was gonna step in to fucking quash that uh, strike because uh, you know he's the you know greatest uh, labor leader in history or something. I don't know. Um, even though he like breaks strikes and fucks over rail workers because he's a piece of shit. Um, that I would believe. Yeah. Elves, go ahead and take this deal. We will get you holidays are like paid time off later. And that's such a fucking bullshit thing. Okay. No, we're talking about the rail strike now. Everyone, just so you know, <laughs> change of topic. Um, we're talking about the rail strike. The, well, what should have been a rail strike. Um, that was averted because the fucking president intervened to fuck over workers on behalf of fucking railroad companies. He had the power. He could have written any like contract he wanted he could have said here's the new contract a we're gonna nationalize the railroads and take it over which is what he should have done um, oh definitely that would have been amazing um, but he could have said hey uh, we're giving we're giving the railroad workers um all the sick days we're gonna give them two weeks of sick days yeah um, why not and everything else is the same and it would have been like okay that would have been like something but instead he took the deal that the fucking railroad companies wrote and said this is the deal you're gonna take now but we'll put in a, we'll, we'll offer a bill to give you some actual sick days uh, that will never pass because we're going to separate them the same way we did with all the good things in the Build Back Better plan. Um, no, 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 we're definitely going to try to pass them, but we're definitely going to try to pass them, but why don't you just pass them all at one thing? No, 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 we're going to separate them so that there's two things, um, but we're going to pass both of them. We're fighting real hard for both of them. But yeah, but yeah, but if you break them in two, then one of them isn't going to pass. No, 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 
no, this will be just like Build Back Better. Yeah, you didn't pass both parts of that. You just said, you took all the good things and put it in one bill, and took all the shitty things and put it in another bill, and you passed the shitty bill, and you didn't pass the good bill. Yeah, we're gonna do that again? We're gonna do that again. But this time, we're going to use our powers that we only have over railroads to fuck over workers. No other fucking, there is no workforce in the country other than rail than the railroads that has this weird loophole where Congress can step in and make demands of what their contracts are. Which, I mean, the history of it makes sense given, you know, what the railroads were like a long time ago. Alex. But it doesn't. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I recently, and I'm not sure of the exact numbers on this, but someone probably, I, I think what I heard, and again, this may be slightly inaccurate. I don't know the exacts. How many days off do you think a starting railroad worker gets? Yeah, Six this days may not off be, or this, just like uh, how PTO? Many, how, many, how many days off do they get? This is, again, I don't know what position this is in particular, but I, uh, I was, I'm, I'm at least led to believe from what I've seen that this is not uncommon. A new railroad worker, how many days off a year do they get? Negative two. Like they, they have to make up two days over the course of a year. I mean, you're not, you're not too wrong. Uh, 19, 19 oh. days, 19 days. And like, that's unpaid, right? That's not PTO. No, 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 friend. That is, friend, I'm not talking about PTO or unpaid days off. I'm talking about days off. So like weekends don't exist. Right. 19 days in you a year. You get 19 days off. 19 that is days crazy. in a year. Like, I, that's insane. There are 52 weeks in a year. You don't I mean, get one day off in a week. That's crazy. How can how can you do that? I mean, that's insane. And also, you're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's not like you know, oh man, I just got to make it through this next 14 days and I get a day off. No, 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 no. You may you keep working until they say, all right, you can have one of your days now. That's fucking slavery. Like, I, what are we talking about? That's slavery. It is. Like, it's why would you why would you go into this? as a job and why would you because I don't even know how you would function as a human with you 19 can't days. You function as a human. That's the just thing. Just in case. So I, I cannot do math in my head very fast. Uh, it's just not a skill I picked up. Did the math on calculator. On average, if you have on just your weekends off, that's 104 days a, yeah. a year. That's what most people have. Like at least two days off a week. Mm-hmm. That's I say most people, no probably not the working time, class. Nothing else. Just, that's no vacation just time. Weekend. That's just, just, two just days the weekends. Week. Two days off. And these, these people have 19. 19. That's barely, it's not even a tenth of what I, yeah. a normal person gets. Yeah. And the problem- That is yeah. criminal. Yeah. Why was that allowed to happen? Because here's the thing, because we, the railroad companies that have been making record profits have been like cutting down the workforce and cutting down the workforce. That's why we have these like five mile trains that exist now, because it's just, okay, we're going to, we're going to have one super train so then we can pay even less people to operate it. Also these trains, because they're so long and the rails were not built for trains that are five fucking miles long, because that's insane. There are all these derailments that are happening that aren't getting a lot of coverage uh, mm. because the rails are not designed for five mile trains. It's not safe. It's not safe to have a five mile train. It's insane. But you can. But if you have a five mile train, then you don't need the extra people because all they're doing is cutting, cutting, cutting like fucking humans so they can make more profits. Like it's that on time, like delivery bullshit, but now on the railroads. 
And that's what we've been doing for years. But it doesn't, I mean, obviously I'm not a rich multi-millionaire or multi-hundred billionaire. I, I don't have a lot of money and nor do I seek to exploit others to get more money. But it seems like a poor business choice to keep cutting people's jobs to help a train run because at that point, any of your workforce, like if you only have some people running 19 days a year, is there like a super high turnover in the railroad business? I'm assuming. Hopefully. That's what they're hoping for. Because the people that have been there longer, of course, build up, you know, they have more time off because they have seniority and they're making more. So they're hoping they can get rid of people so then they can hire more people starting at that 19 days off scenario that they get to pay less. Which is insane. Yeah, they want to call the workforce down. They want to get rid of the people that have been there for, you know, for generations. Uh, they want to get but, rid of those people because they have to pay those people more and they have more days off. It's easier to just like do a fucking Amazon situation and we just burn through the workforce. Yeah, let's get in more of those 19 day people. Yeah, they'll only last for like a year or so, but that's fine. Then we'll get new ones. That that just seems like a, a poor choice, especially with something like, especially if it's so critical to our, our economy. Yeah. That these people can't strike, which is also bullshit. Uh-huh. Those those workers should have looked at each other and be like, nope, we're striking anyway. Oh, it's illegal? Yeah. Arrest us? Yeah. Like, who else is going to fucking run your trains? Yeah, they absolutely should have. Like, this whole thing was planned because, again, all of the loopholes that the rail workers have to go through to, like, get anything done. Because the only power they have is to strike. Because yeah. the government can do this shit and interfere with their contracts. The whole thing, you know, when, they, when Biden declared victory on this a couple of months, ago and I mentioned that this was complete bullshit despite the fact everyone was covering oh they fu- they got the deal they got a deal worked through um and I was like no they didn't they got a cooling off period and the workers are against the deal they got because it's bullshit uh yeah like this was the plan get through the midterms without it without any hassle and then we'll kill this like so it doesn't look bad on us and no one can hold us accountable for it and Joe Biden can continue to be oh the greatest labor leader this was planned because obviously under Trump this shit he would have shut it down. Any Republican's gonna kill it. All, pretty much any Democrat's gonna kill it. This was all planned so that it would be a, an issue once Biden was in office because they had to start planning for this, you know, strike that the members want like years in advance. Like they've been without a contract for a couple of years and they've just been waiting for the possible moment where they would have the most power to do anything. And this is what they fucking got. Joe fucking Biden said, no workers, get back to fucking work. You're not allowed to have days off. Fuck you. And like everyone's talking about the, the, the sick days. And yeah, they should have sick days because when you only get 19 days off in a year and you get fucking you like it's a strike against you if you call in sick and if you do that four times you're gone when you don't have days off then yeah that's a fucking problem we just came out of a pandemic we're still in a pandemic there's Mm. new pandemics like this shit's still going on and they're doing this shit that's insane it's insane yeah, I don't. They should th- again. I I support them if they want to just be like burn nope, it pass. to the ground, burn it all to the ground. There's I nationalize it. Just yeah. take over the trains. Take them Absolutely. over. Absolutely. Sorry, you guys. You guys failed at doing this and making oh, it. Oh, sorry, Warren Buffett. You're not going to get extra money. You're not going to get extra money. You're just one of the richest human beings on the fucking planet. You don't get extra money now. Sorry, we're nationalizing it. It's ours. Belongs to the people. And we're going to fucking hire people. We're going to give people actual decent lives. Give them four days a week they have to work on a train. And then give them a three-day weekend. They've they've long, they've earned it like at this they, point. We need to hire people. We need to stop yeah. all this fucking cost-cutting shit. Stop this five-mile train bullshit. Like, it's ridiculous. They record if, profits. 
If you're cost cutting because your business is about to go under, still interesting. Maybe your business doesn't deserve to, yeah. to be around. Totally understandable. But you're trying to cut like jobs and positions when you are making an insane amount of money and you're just a greedy motherfucker. Fuck you. Well, Alex, that's called capitalism. I know. And it's it sucks. It's they should have absolutely they I I still have hope that something will happen and the rail workers will just be like nope arrest us I mean the thing is Fuck you. like the thing is you don't have any because of the way this fucking rail law works they don't have the protections that other workers have so like mm-hmm. they don't have the um the labor relations board so if they went on a wildcat strike which it would be it would be an illegal strike then the railroads could be like all right you're all fired we're firing you all I mean, we're gonna hire a bunch of those a new uh, 19 days off a year people and but would they be able to it, how it could would be you di- well, possibly here's, here's what would happen. get that done here's what happened they would fire all the people that went on strike um well actually sorry before they have fired the people that went on strike first the cops would come in and arrest the people because they're illegally striking because that's what cops do then the railroad the railroad companies would say sorry this is such this has devastated the economy we're gonna have to let all these people go i wish we didn't have i wish we could have had a reasonable uh uh, conversation, but these people are unreasonable. We're, at, we're gonna we're firing them all. Everyone that went on strike is fired. Anyone that chooses to come back under the original terms can come back. Everyone else is fired effective immediately. We're gonna um, now obviously this is gonna cause a huge delay, um, which is gonna fuck up the economy. And the rail workers will be like, what could we do? We have to raise our prices. We have to raise our prices. You saw the chaos that happened uh, because of these workers. Um, so no, obviously we can't afford to give anyone more any more days off now. So every Everything stays the same, but they raise their prices, as they have been for the past few years, by the way. Railroad companies are raising their prices on everything because they knew this shit was coming, and they were like, either way, we're making money. Um, like, it's... Capitalism has to be fucking destroyed. What should happen is every fucking person that runs a railroad company, people should break into their homes, drag them out of their beds, cut off their goddamn fucking heads, and put it on a pike in their front yard as a lesson to anyone else fuck around and find out. I do not advocate violence. I, I do. do not recommend people put in pike, but that is Brad. I think those people should be forced to work uh, with 19 Dan Dave's off on the train. How can they work when they're to cut off, Alex. They can't work without heads. That's ridiculous. It's an alternative. It's an alternative way for so justice. They work, they work for a year with only 19 days off, and then we no, cut off their heads? No, five years minimum. They work for five years, and then we cut off their heads. I don't think anyone gets their head cut off. They're getting their heads cut off. What is it like to work on a train? That's something else I want to well, know. Well, for one thing, um, oftentimes, because they're five-mile trains, and you're mm-hmm. waiting for them to load all these cars on, it can be very boring, because you can be there for like 12 hours waiting for things to load it. And because of the um, there's laws in place that you can't have a cell phone on you because you can't be distracted. So you don't have a phone. Um, you're often um, disconnected for obviously days at a time. Yeah. Um, and you don't have a cell phone, so you have no communication. So if you got if your uh, if your wife's uh, about to have a baby, hope you get to be there to see that baby at some point. Absolute bullshit. Like chaos. It's chaos. Like I, it's it's absolutely terrible. I. <sighs> Fuck capitalism, fuck Joe Biden, fuck anyone that owns a railroad company. Like, Mm -hmm. heads on hikes. Only slightly worse than landlords, (laughs) railroad owners. I mean, yeah. Same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends. Case by case. uh, Case by case. I mean, as a a totality, there's probably a couple of decent landlords out there, so that probably 
changes I the mean, average. The, the railroads have they only have to be with what three railroad companies, maybe yeah, two. Very, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's very yeah. so there's only really yeah. like two or three it's people a monopoly who truly Some own these say. things. Yeah, huh? Huh? Got to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. We've got to seize the 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 means of railroading. Yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus uh, should definitely not be getting help from the government. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, there's other things we need to take care of. Sorry, Chris. Chris Kringle, because that's what Santa Claus' name supposedly is. Supposedly, it's it's an alias. <laughs> it's not his real name. I like my real name. Bird. I mean, Santa Claus can give out his real name. Come no, on. No, absolutely not. That would be oh chaos. Like people would be hacking a shit. Terrible. Yeah. You don't, Every you time don't want would... Santa Claus's nude photos getting leaked because somebody hacked his <laughs> shit. Oh no, Santa's nudes. Oh no. Why did you take these? <laughs> who are they? Who are you sending them to, Chris? If that is your real name, it's not. God damn it. Oh, weird. Who is Santa Claus sitting in now? I'm sorry, that's yeah, that's I, too weird of a question. He, listen, I don't I don't want to know. Who's been I naughty don't. and nice? <laughs> I mean, why does he need to know who's been naughty? Couldn't he just make a list of the nice people? I mean, these are good points, friend. I mean, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. There's a I, on a related note because this can segue into the stuff. Have you seen that? What is it? I don't remember the name of the app, but there's an app you can download that's really popular in the app store right now, where you upload tons of pictures of yourself, mm-hmm. and then it processes it, and then it gives you more like profile pics yeah. that have been uh, sent through an AI image generator. Yeah. Um, I was watching something, and someone said, "Hey, you know, I looked into the uh, uh, the legal stuff that they tell you about, and yeah, they're using this to train their AI, and they do own whatever you send up, and they're using it. So, you know, be careful what you upload. Don't upload nudes." And the way they said it, I was like, "Is that a joke? Or are you seriously telling people not to?" Because I honestly don't know. Uh, yeah. But also, why? Who in their right who, mind yeah, would do that? Who's sending a random popular app? Um, have you heard what it's been doing? So, dude photos, fine. If we uploaded 20-ish pictures of ourselves at various angles, it would give us a variety of themed profile pictures to use of different art styles and different jobs and professions, but we would look normal. Ladies, on the other hand, all of them, um, for one, if you upload a lot for a guy, you don't really see a lot of the dude's body. Would we look normal? Would we look normal? Brad's already done this. Yeah, it's a normal way. Very nice. Um, but when you're a lady and do it, um... It gives you a certain, like, thin body type, and it also uh, does your body proportions to make you um, very well endowed uh, across the board. And there's also things that are borderline, like um, pornographic, which for an adult, cool. When a child does it, super fucking weird. That's my favorite so far, yeah, and I've only kinda, seen two. That one kind of looks like that one we shot when we did the uh, the, um, the filming thing. You look like you're about to either be in a James Bond movie or a Fast and Furious movie. They're the same. I, I got these, and I, I looked at them for a second, just, you know, on a whim, and I was like, oh, some of these are neat. Most of them are terrible, but, you know, it's a fun thing to do. I think you should be using that one everywhere. I, I just can't bring myself to use. Come on, you paid money things. for it. It's only, what is it, like six bucks for the for uh, a set? You can subscribe and. Oh, I, I, pay, I paid for the full set. I got like the the big set. It's, I think it was like I think it was like yeah, you pay six dollars and you get like fifty, or you pay nine dollars and you get two hundred. So I was like, wow, I, why not? I yeah, I'm throwing money away on this trash. Sure. Dude, use some of those. For what? You could easily write a program that's just like cycle through these and just change it. Have a button on your uh, little dashboard. Now that's interesting. Yeah, some of them are are bizarre. What are you? Are you like a uh, 
a king in that one? Uh, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, like yeah, a prince? I don't know. Duke? I wasn't sure because it had like the uh, the ruffled collar for yeah. the briefest of moments. I was like Pilgrim Brett, <laughs> but I know it wasn't a pilgrim when I saw it. It's just for a second. It's very strange. Very strange. I- I'm tempted to do it just because to see what it would be like. Yeah, but I, then what would you use them for other than like just yeah, your profile I, yeah, picture I, on I, things? Um, if if I if I decide to become sort of a of like a um a non-binary video game character, I think I've got an option. Very cool. So these are awesome. I, it's it's fascinating. I mean, you know, I, obviously there's a million like uh, you know moral problems with this and how it's doing this and mm-hmm. stealing people's art and shit. Sure, but I'm like, I don't know. If you're wasting, if you if you feel if you feel okay wasting a few bucks, like whatever. It's interesting that you have to pay for something. Now they say they don't keep your your that it just trains it on your face, so they're not going to keep your uh, photos around long term. But they will keep your likeness in its engine. So if anyone generates something off of it in the future, Brad, parts of your your face will be mixed with other people's faces to make AI art, yeah. which is fine. Uh, yeah. Like that's that's cool. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really concerned about that. That's. I mean, that's they can. They're already stealing everything everywhere. Everybody's stealing. Like, there's nothing. I got. I got nothing particular that needs to be protected. Nor are any of my photos I sent of such a ilk that I would uh, need to protect them. The coolest thing in the in in the science or in the science, but like the mechanics behind it, is that it is using um, the sensor in your um, iPhone. If you use um, the front-facing camera in the same way it does Face ID, where it kind of maps the, literally the depth of your face. So it, it it has a reading, or it passes along a reading, if you did that, um, of your face. So in, in a theory, it's capturing your unique facial traits, not too unlike your genetic code, if, if, if you wanted to have a child. And it's archiving that to be used in the future, which I think is neat. A little weird, but neat. I may have to do it just yeah. for fun. I mean, you know. Why not? Why not? Um, but everyone is against AI art, which I kind I can understand. And there's a lot of artists that I, I follow who have recently, because of the, the new trend of being able to use, um, that's pretty fucking badass. All these alternate, like, mini versions of Brad across a multiverse is great. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think all of them still do Ramjack, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I, yeah, I do understand, like, the complaint of artists, like, hey, you could, you know, you could pay an artist to, like, you know, make a profile picture of you. Like, a lot of artists make money doing profile pictures. But yeah, here's yeah. the thing. Personally, I would never ask someone to spend their time um, drawing me. Like, that would be horrific. I, that, I can't, I can't, I don't have that in, it, the idea of that repulses me. Here, I've given, I've given money, yes. I've given money to a service that's going to give me a bunch of fun options that I can look at and never use and never share with anyone outside of this podcast um, because it's fun. Like, oh, that's fun. That's cool. Um, but I don't I don't have the ego that I would allow me to use these. So I have, I'll have i have the same nondescript uh, um, avatar that I've used everywhere since 2006. So I say you should update it and use one of these I, new ones. Any of the ones you showed not, me, I think not, are awesome. Not really capable of doing that. So I, if I if I ever were to change my avatar, it would be something that was even less showing me. Right now, you see about thirty, maybe twenty eight percent of my face. That's enough. And even then, there's still like filters and things on there, and you're barely seeing. Like I don't want to be identifiable. Not interested. Don't need people to have an idea of what I look like. That's fair. That's a personal choice. I support you in it. Um, about the artists not liking AI, I understand their their arguments, especially because I think the biggest problem they have with it is that 
some of these are using art they just find online yeah. and are stealing the styles of things mm-hmm. because of this. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I agree to a point of like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. You, you at least ask someone. A lot of artists do steal and borrow things. They, they will use other people's art yeah. as inspiration. They'll use it to train and be like, oh, I really like the style. Let me try this. But it's different when a human does it versus a machine that can do it at mass. Exactly. And exactly copy once, it. Once a machine steals it and incorporates it into their algorithms, it's become a part of them in a way that is not a human copying somebody's style to learn it and then oh, yeah. evolving as a human does. Um, and there's lots of other, I would say, uh, forks and stuff in that road and stuff. But one of the things I heard an artist say, and they actually posted it, I think it was on Instagram, they were showing it, is that since the new uh, advent of this becoming more popular or in the popular media, because we've been able to do it for a long time, someone said, look, I love your the art you're posting here. Um, what AI program are you using? And the person said, no, I'm an, I'm an artist. This is not AI. I drew all of these myself. Like I painted these digitally. And they said, oh, wow, that's awesome. You're really talented. That must be great. But then another person said, hey, what prompt are you using to get this this art? It looks so great. I love it. I'd love to, to generate my own. And they said, um, I just create it because I'm, I'm an artist. I'm not a machine. I did not. There's no prompt other than money, please. And you tell me what you want me to draw for no, you. No. <laughs> and But there's a whole bunch of people who I guess are looking at these artists and are no longer like, oh, did you make this? Their first thought is, you must have auto-generated this. Cool. How did you do it? Like, tell me how you did it. Which is interesting, but I also think maybe these people are trolling them. Who in their right mind knows that this is... Yeah. Unless you're like a really up with current stuff that would even begin to prop... I, I think they're just trolling these people. But it sets a few... A lot of people are super against it. Like, no, there's a big thing right now around don't use AI art. Um, I think it's a tooling one. An, yeah. an artist could use AI art. I, if I could use an AI art to look at all of my artwork and then I could have it like do some rough sketches and be like, okay, yeah, I like this to save me time or even maybe help me be creative. Cool. No. Um, case in point, getting away from visual art to the art of words, Brad. Oh. Have you experimented with ChatGPT yet? I have not. You should. Yeah, I'm aware, um, but I have not. I've not done Another that. huge scare. I've seen so many things on TikTok and just the internet in general of like, ChatGPT is coming for our jobs. There won't be copywriters anymore. You should see. And, and this is very troubling to me, not for the reason these people are, are touting it. Mm-hmm. Because I heard some people say the term paper for kids is dead. High school students, college students, they can just go to ChatGPT, type in some stuff. And let me tell you, I went there and I typed in some stuff and it gave a really well a really awesome paper about these things it's gone it's dead brad i have used chat gpp and i have put it through its paces and let me tell you um better than what most college students write because i have read students in college in their papers so it it is better but it's not by any stretch of the imagination good none of these are a papers none of these are b and maybe they're c we're talking bare minimum yeah it is it, it could maybe help you write an outline that you could then go through and then like add a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. to tweak mm-hmm. but this is not writing a paper for you yeah. and it's not writing a paper for you for high school because again bare bone you'd be able to tell pretty quick and they've already made things that can tell if something's AI generated versus human generated so that's already a tool that will help weed that out but it's not good yeah. and for these other adults 
or supposed professionals to come onto the internet and say, look, I gave it these prompts to do my job and it did it really well. I think your show, you're telling a little bit more than you might want to. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking doing your job is a question I have. Yeah. Because again, I put it through its paces on a lot of stuff, a lot of weird stuff for fun. And I'm like, no, this doesn't cut it yet. Could it be one day? Maybe. But it's not taking anyone's jobs anytime soon. Mm-hmm. A tool you can use for fun and to help augment stuff. A lot of people's like, oh, it wrote this script. I actually had it write podcasting scripts for us just to see what it would do. Mm-hmm. And it did not do a very good job. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so, it, yeah, it's got a long way to go. But I did have it do something else, Brad. Oh. A little treat for us. And I sent this to you in email. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we could read some of these online. I say online, on the show, if, if you want to. If hey, you, guys, if we're going to hop onto the information superhighway real quick. Okay. Buckle up. All right. Which, which, uh, which should I go? Which am I going to here? We have options. Okay. So... Let me, should I read the prompt and then you say if you're interested enough? Because we have a lot of these. We don't have to read all of them, obviously. Okay. Or, um. I, do you have a, do you, I mean, if you have, if you have some that speak to you, I, again, I, I skimmed, um, a couple of the, of the, of the first ones you sent, but I haven't, I've not read any of them in full. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust your judgment to tell me what we do here. I mean, and maybe we come back and we'll, we'll read some more, but they're short. They're, they're short. Uh, I'm tempted to go with, um, Inspector Gadget and the September 11th bombing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then to read um, Inspector Gadget's Christmas Miracle. Amazing. So just two. Awesome. Okay. So for the first one, Brad, if, if you wouldn't mind reading it. Sure. I can read the second one, but I'll, I will read the prompt. So I asked ChatGPT, can you write a short Inspector Gadget fan fiction style uh, story? Include Penny and Brain. Also include a new character named Cadman. Cadman. <laughs> Who's Penny's brother. <laughs> Have it set around a September 11th memorial. <laughs> it, it did it. It said, sure. Like, it actually said, sure, I can do that for you. Like, it, it tries to use common, uh, like, a casual speak. And then after it wrote, like, five of these for me, because I kept just giving it stuff and and really trying to put it through its paces. Sure. I said, okay, go back and title all of these. So Brad is about to read uh, the fan fiction created by an AI called Inspector Gadget and the September 11th Bombing. It was a somber September 11th, and Inspector Gadget was getting ready to pay his respects at the annual memorial ceremony. He had been called in by Chief Quimby to investigate a series of bombings that had been plaguing the city, and he was determined to solve the case before the day was over. Oh, he's gonna do all that after going to a memorial? Boy. Yeah. Penny and Brain were with him, and they joined him on his investigation. As they walked through the streets, they saw people gathered at the memorial, laying flowers and paying their respects to the victims of the tragedy. Suddenly, they heard a loud explosion coming from a nearby building. Inspector Gadget quickly activated his gadget copter and flew over to see what was happening. There, they found a young boy named Cadman, who was Penny's long-lost brother. (laughs) Cadman! Cadman had been caught in the bombing and was trapped in the rubble. God, man, Penny can't catch a break. (laughs) Uh, She must hate September 11th. Cadman had been caught in the bombing and was trapped in the rubble. Inspector Gadget and Penny quickly came up with a plan to rescue Cadman and stop the bomber. With the help of Brain, they were able to dig Cadman out of the rubble and get him to safety. As they made their escape, Inspector Gadget used his gadget fist to take down the bomber and bring him to justice. (laughs) Whoa. There's a lot of the story that's missing and I really want to see it. (laughs) In the end, the city was safe once again thanks to Inspector Gadget and his trusty team. And Penny and Cadman were overjoyed to be reunited just in time for the memorial ceremony. (laughs) 
<laughs> so thoughts, Brad? How do you feel about I, this fan fiction well, that are first of all, like a um? I gotta criticize the lack of mentions of Guam, Sasebo, uh-huh. or um, our varying military school information. So those are things we can add. We can tell it to add for the next story. Okay. Um, also, um, I I don't like using his, his gadget fist. To go go gadget fist. Whoa. Then you just uh, you're just attacking someone then. Cool. I please fire. I wish love it. <laughs> I wish there were more specifics around the quick we they came up with a quick plan to save Cadman. Why did he use gadget fist versus something else? Who was the bomber? Yeah. Why did Inspector Gadget think he could do all of this find out who the bomber was in a day? Um but overall fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like to think if we keep like asking it to generate fan fiction and perhaps Inspector Gadget fan fiction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe that will seep into its like undercurrent yes. of machine learning, and maybe we'll hear more about Cadman and something else. Uh. My goal with this is that our tale, knowing that something has been generated by ChatGPT in the future, is that Cadman will be used as a name Alex, many times. Alex is going to be the Johnny Appleseed of Cadman. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to seed Cadman throughout all um, AI uh, writing prompts. Yes, and Cadman will live on in Cadman uh, is this- forever. Cadman is forever. Cadman is forever. Um, I thought it was strange. So I, I will give you a prompt for something we're not going to read today. But again, I was just throwing stuff at ChatGPT, and here's another prompt. Can you write a Quantum Leap fan fiction in which Sam travels to and changes an important event in modern history? Include the color green. Also include Dr. Pepper. And in this one, they included dialogue, which they don't do in any of the Inspector Gadget ones, and I don't know why. Um, It also includes President Obama. Um, there's a lot going on in this one, but we, we, we'll we save it for another time. May, may, just, may, may to read that on the Quantum Leap podcast. There you go. Please do. Because um, it was also pretty, it was interesting. Like, I was trying to throw, again, random stuff to see what it would do. And obviously, I think it wrote a better Quantum Leap story than Inspector Gadget, mm-hmm. because it's only doing so much. And there's, there's a rhythm to it, and there's a reason why... I gave it the prompt for what we're about to do. Because if you told it to write write whatever it wanted to, very similar formula. Gadget wants to solve a case. Gadget uses some sort of gadgety thing. And then he he beats the bad guy. Just in time for something. Right. Because it's using the formula, I guess, of every episode of Inspector Gadget, which I get, I understand, and tries to do what I ask it to. So I, I tried to get more from it. Here's the prompt. Can you write an Inspector Gadget Christmas romantic comedy in the style of a Lifetime and or Hallmark movie? Include a new character named Cadman. Include Penny. Do not include a crime or investigation. <laughs> include holiday-related activities. Amazing. And it gave us Inspector Gadget's Christmas Miracle. <laughs> and here's the synopsis. Brad, do you want to read this one again? Or sure. Do you want- sure. Okay, go for it. It's Christmas time in Riverton. And is that where Inspector Gadget lives? Is he in Riverton? Is that the... I think so. Oh, in Riverton. And Inspector Gadget is feeling the holiday spirit. He has decorated his gadget mobile with festive lights and is determined to make the best Christmas ever for his niece, Penny. Meanwhile, a new character named Cadman... (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, a new character named Cadman has arrived in town. Cadman is a suave and handsome man who quickly catches Penny's eye... (gasps) Penny, that's your brother! Dun, dun, dun. 
Penny is initially hesitant to pursue a relationship with Cadman because he knows that her uncle Gadget is overprotective and might not approve of fucking his sister. Um, also, there's something about Cadman that feels really familiar. Oh, she can't boy. put her finger on it. I don't know. Together, um, sorry, as the holiday season progresses, Penny and Cadman grow closer and eventually confess their feelings for each other. Gross. Gadget <laughs> is initially <laughs> unsure about their relationship. <laughs> yeah, because it's weird. But he eventually comes around and gives them his blessing. You fucking creep. Fucking cyborg. Look, in this story, I did not say Cadman had to be her brother, oh, so that's yeah, technically my fault. That is, Don't blame ChatGPT. You know, what you're, you know what you're doing, Alex. You're, oh, this is filth. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to do. Alex is I didn't know if Gadget was going to get with Cadman. Alex is writing incest Inspector Gadget fanfiction. It's repulsive, but I'm going to keep reading. Um, well, I didn't write it. Uh, Together. <laughs> <laughs> convenient together penny cadman and gadget partake at various holiday activities such as ice skating caroling <laughs> and decorating a christmas tree gadget even invents some gadgets to help them with their holiday tasks such as remote controlled mistletoe drone <gasps> you <laughs> fucking monster <laughs> It's your niece and nephew. In the end, Gadget learns the true meaning of Christmas and the importance of family and love. <laughs> he and Penny share a heartwarming hug and wish each other a Merry Christmas. Cadman joins in. And the three of them celebrate the holiday together as a happy little family. <laughs> the film ends with Gadget and Penny skating hand in hand on the frozen river, with Cadman skating alongside them, and the Gadget mobile <laughs> twinkling with Christmas lights in the background. Gross, they're like all on fucking. The shore? They're like, all the- fucking. I wasn't sure what. Uh, obviously, we're taking some notes from this, and we're going to generate some more Inspector Gadget fan fiction. I had never seen my nephew's boner before. <laughs> Chad GPT, listen. Cadman is Penny's brother, if you know nothing else. Oh. Moving forward. So don't do this weird Penny stuff. Penny was getting closed out of the washing machine when she got stuck. <laughs> oh. Go, go, Gadget Mistletoe. Like, I can only hear Inspector Gadget's voice in my mind yeah. during all of this. Yeah. Brain didn't make the cut Oof. in this. Like, I just, I'm glad. I didn't want to read about a fucking dog, like, in this gross sex orgy. See, I didn't know how it was going to use Cadman. Yeah. I thought, well, surely it'll give Inspector Gadget, like, top billing. Nope. Mm-mm. They can have Cadman and Penny have a romantic relationship, but uh, let's forbid Gadget from having a romantic relationship with someone named Cadman, which who, again, we know from the fan f- from the canon that Cadman is the brother and, you know, whatever, but chat GPP did not know that. We will tell it. We will educate it. We'll come back. Any any requests? Anything that you think you would like? Or should I just keep I going kind of random I, given I what you said? I trust you, friend. I think you, I think you got a real feel for this. I think keep up the great work. Uh. This is the kinds of things I think that AI... Our machine learning is best at helping us with great helping show us content. Write erotic Inspector Gadget <laughs> fan incest fan fiction. Well, highly I mean, erotic Inspector Gadget well, incest fan fiction. I also think it's weird. That it gives you just enough information, but again, leaves out a lot. Oh, yeah. For example, a new together, named Cadman has arrived in town. Yeah. Like, oh, come who? on. Where's the meat? Give me the meat cute. Tell me how they meet and why he's there. Tell me who Cadman is. Also, they partake in various holiday things. They go ice skating. Um, they decorate a Christmas tree. Uh, they go caroling. Here's a list I of things you asked for. 
Ice skating is something they end up doing at the end of the movie, so something crazy happens there. Mm -hmm. um, caroling with Inspector Gadget has to be crazy. Um, and decorating a Christmas tree? All of these are things I want to see. Yeah. Give me more information. Flush it out. Mm -hmm. Wild. That is wild. Wild indeed. Happy holiday, friend. Happy holidays. <laughs> what if Ramjack, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Ramjack perhaps means a little bit more? So I have been watching some TV shows. One of them is the new Willow show on oh, Disney+. Nice. Plus. How's that? It's a fun time. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's fun fantasy. It's a little weirder than some of the other fantasy. It's so far not super dark, but it's very interesting. Um, creepy as fuck bad guys, which I don't know if it's maybe been a while since anyone has seen the original Willow, but there's some creepy stuff in there. It gets creepier okay. and, yeah. but it's neat because, uh, Willow's back. We get to see him and his family grown up. Nice. Um, they're going questing and doing stuff. Uh, we got kids of other characters coming back and doing their thing. I I recommend it. So far, it's, it's definitely a fun ride. Nice. And I would say more... If you're normally into fantasy stuff, it might also be more fun. There There is a character that you can tell... You'll be able to tell anyone who knows anything about... Um, I would say plotting fantasy and tropes of fantasy will be able to immediately be like, okay, I know who this character is. You don't have to tell me anything. Um, if they eventually tell you really quickly on who it is and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that I knew that the whole time. But I want to, I'm interested to see why or what the reaction is, given the fact that we have had such a reaction, like you had mentioned earlier about a She-Hulk. I could imagine someone having a similar reaction oh to certain parts of Willow, but I haven't heard that discourse, like, I haven't heard people say it yet, which makes me wonder if people are watching Willow, which I'm sad if they aren't, because it's a fun time. Like, I like yeah. it a lot. I loved Willow when I was a kid, so I'm, I'm going to watch yes. this. You'll like, you'll like it. I need to go back and watch the R Willow movie again. Yeah. Because this has got me interested in it, but it's it's good. Um, the other show I've been starting to watch is Andor, the Star Wars show that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the I didn't new know one. this was a thing, and I was like, God damn it, there's another Star Wars thing I need to watch? Never gonna catch up on watching all the things. Um, it is more adult than other Star Wars, which is neat. Is anyone fucking their brother on it? I don't actually rem huh? Well, some huh? there is fucking on the show, so at least there's that. There's Are they related, but separated by tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're not that deep into it yet. I mean, honestly, Luke and Leia got real close there for a taste. So we almost got, you know, a sort of uh, Alex fanfiction level of... Uh, I, I, you mean ChatGPT yeah, oh, fanfiction sorry, 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 level. I forgot. An AI wrote those stories. <laughs> Including the one I had to cut out of the podcast because it was too filthy to read. They don't even joke. Oh, disgusting. Oh, just talking about fluids. I can't. I don't. I can't repeat yeah. it. I can't repeat it. Filth. Remember that Brad was the one who mentioned the word fluid. Oh, so many um, fluids. I'm gonna put in the prompt. Include Brad's favorite <laughs> word, fluid, in this story, please. Include various fluids. For Brad's sake. And I want to see if it puts you in the story if it's just like, okay, I got it. Cool. If two things the AI will know in the future going forward is that Brad likes the word fluid and that um, Cadman is a care is Penny's brother. We nice. won't make this mistake again. We got to teach it. It doesn't know things, doesn't Brad. Know. Come on. It's got to learn. Right, How else can right. it learn unless we... It makes mistakes. I'm just reminded... Do you remember like a few years ago when people kept saying, oh, I, I, I fed every uh, episode of Batman into an AI and this is what it came up with. And they, they, it did, they didn't. It was just like people writing jokes. But people believed that was real for like, mm -hmm. I don't know, for like a weirdly long period of time, despite the fact that it was obviously this is a joke. This isn't real. They didn't actually 
do this with an AI. Yeah. Receipts, please. Which AI did you use? Yeah. How did you do it? You could do that now. Yeah, now like, you can do that. Um, but it's not going to be as funny as like those those fake ones. And no. I think that I think people are going to be real disappointed with AI when it's not as good as those fake ones that they thought were real. AI cannot write humor at all. No. By the way, so those jobs are safe for the foreseeable future because I tried to get it to write humorous things. Like I said, I I tried to get it to write scripts for us for podcasting just to see what it would do. That would be amazing. It doesn't it doesn't know Ram Jack. It will. Um, but it didn't. And I said, write a humorous like like tell me the trends of TikTok in December. Write a very serious podcast. <laughs> a podcast in three parts. I think you need to ask it to write very serious things about things that aren't serious. A, ver- a very dark and gritty podcast about slipping on a banana peel. See what it does. I, yeah, we'll, we'll find it. But anyway, um, all that to say, and go back to Andor, um, there is fucking in the show. Okay. We don't necessarily see it, but it's strongly hinted at. Mm. But I, and a lot of people had said, like, this is the first time we've seen adult things like that. There, there's some graphic, not graphic, but some disturbing, like, murder, which you kind of saw in Rogue One anyway, which is the most adult up to this point. And other, for, like, when we saw that one Ewok get capped in Return of the Jedi, mm. that was real. Yeah. That was yeah. like, oh, fuck. When Darth Maul gets cut in, f- in half and just we see his body like fall it. Okay. All right. We saw Anakin get dismembered and you're telling me that's not adult. Okay, cool. Not violent. All right. Princess Leia was in a metal like swimsuit and was just chained to Jabba's uh-huh, uh-huh. whatever the fuck Jabba's little chair floaty thing was. Uh-huh. And you're telling me there hasn't been fucking in Star Wars up to this yeah. point. And you'd mentioned Luke and Leia uh-huh. really close. Uh-huh. Anakin and fucking Padme, come on. Like, listen, this is not the first adult Star Wars. You just haven't been paying attention. Truth. Second, second, you so seen, far. You haven't seen where, like, C-3PO walked in and saw Lando fucking R2-D2? Well, doesn't, okay, you say that, but in Solo, wasn't Lando fucking that robot? Oh, yeah, he was fucking a robot, yeah. So, yeah, so I did yeah, yeah, see yeah, him, yeah. Yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't see it's the just... fluids in, in, the, in the movie. Well, we don't see that. <laughs> I love when they say, like, how does that work? And the robot says, oh, it works. And you're like, okay, what it, what's going on? Don't tell me Andor's the hardest hitting, most adult Star Wars. So you just haven't been paying attention. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the Star Wars Christmas Shuffle special, oh, fuck off. Because hell. come on, come on. Oh, you almost saw some fluids in that. <laughs> 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 like, look, okay, listen. So already, what you're saying I'm about Andor is... I'm whatever you want me to be. It's, um, so yeah, it's already, I don't know who these Star Wars people are, but I don't know if you've actually been watching. Second, maybe it's because people kept hyping it as amazing. I thought it was okay. Like to me, it was like, oh yeah, this is Star Wars. It's not that different and it's, it's okay. Like it's Star Wars. So I don't know what people wanted from this or what they think it is. And maybe it gets different as the show goes on. Because I've only watched like two, maybe three episodes. In those two or three episodes, I was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. This is okay. More serious in tone, like Rogue One. But okay, it's fine. It's enjoyable. Not great. Not like, ooh, this is the best. It's like, eh, it's what it is. That's all I got to say about all that. All right. All right. Interesting. Oh, I, um, so I, uh, took, took the Oculus over to, uh, Tammy and Dan to have a little, little VR party so they could experience the, the magical world of, uh, of living in a virtual reality. It was a fun time. Nice. So, What'd they think? So I think? I think they enjoyed it. We had a good time. You know, we just did some, you know, some little basics, you know, played around took our turns and then i i i I got a chromecast so i could cast it up to the tv so we could all watch strong recommend Um, nice 
because otherwise you're just watching somebody with a weird headset on and I, you know, it, which is which is fun to watch, but uh, you know, I don't know how much fun it is for that person to be watched and laughed at. Did you sell them on VR? Like, are they getting their own Oculus uh, now? I don't, I don't, not, not that I know of, not that I know of, but you know, but I think we all, I think we all had a good time unless they lied to me, unless they lied to my face, which would be hugely embarrassing, hugely embarrassing. No, it was a good time. It's very fun. <laughs> very nice. Very fun. What games did you guys play? Did you, did you make them find the red or blue pages and miss? I uh, no, we did. Um, well, like first, like the little, little intro warm up game where you kind of learn how to use it. Because again, I think that's, I spent a lot of time doing that a couple of times now because i just like throwing the paper airplanes and uh hitting the ball and just you know it's fun you get to dance with a little robot guy um <laughs> it's a good time adorable um so we did that my, one of my favorite games is called bogo alex it's called bogo no no it's not you'll love it it's great but you just have a cute little alien pet and uh you know you just kind of take care of him and do stuff you you pet him Aww. and you feed him and you know you get him to do, you teach him to do tricks and uh it was a fun time does it like keep learning it? Like, does it keep the tricks, or do you have to reteach it every so, time? Well, basically, you've got little challenges you need to do. Like, a little um, thing pops over its head to tell you what it, what it wants, and you have to go and do it. Like, you have to bring in an apple, or you have to throw a stick for it, or stuff. And there's various challenges, and you can do those, or you can just kind of like chill out and just you know have fun. Um, Tammy was just like doing all the tasks, and like so Tammy actually got further in the game than I've gotten um, because mm. I'm just like you know hanging out with a cute little animal pal, and I'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do this if I'm supposed to do it at some point, but. That's that's not really what I'm about. I'm just kind of about having a cool uh, digital animal pal. Yeah, vibing. So they're with you. Yeah, in the digital plane. So I just kind of do things at my own pace. But uh, no, it was fun. Um, oh, so there's a game, um, and I don't, I don't think I'd played it before last time we recorded. Um, it, I think it's a, I, I mean, a real basic bitch, popular game, but uh, super hot. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this. It sounds familiar, but I'm, I may not be. It's so basically, it's and again, if anybody's uh, you know doing a VR Christmas, um, I'm I'm sure you'll you'll see this uh, super hot VR. Uh, basically, you you. <sighs> How do I describe this? There, the other there's other oh. characters, but they're like uh, like real polygon people situation, and you're kind of in these white room spaces. So it's a, it looks like real like old timey VR, but it's uh, deceptive um, because basically the idea is you you're supposed to kill the other people before they kill you, and it works in sort of like a Matrix time situation, as in everything is still until you move. Okay. So like if you stay perfectly still, everything's frozen so but time speeds up as you move so you can just like freeze and like just like get your gun ready aim it and shoot somebody in the head and then they explode backwards um or you know if you just want to start moving around real fast and they start coming at you real quick um and you can punch them you can shoot them there's like one where you throw ninja stars at them um you throw like bottles at them it is very fun but also like kind of crazy because at one point um when i was over at tammy dance playing it i was, I was like where the hell's the guy I, I i heard a shot fire but i don't see him and i don't want to move too fast because he might be right behind me and then i slightly turn and oh he's right there so that was that was wild is it terrifying to see someone that close it's, to you in this virtual It's surprising because I didn't realize he was there. Just right behind you. 
Yeah, but it, I, it's strike. just, it's so fun because everything is, you know, again, it doesn't move unless you move. And if you just move a little bit, like, it's moving at pace with you, I guess is probably a better way to say it. So if you, so, you know, you can, you can, and basically, you know, if you, if you fail, it just starts over and you just do it again. So you get really good at doing, like, the first handful because, like, you know, it's like, I think you have to do, like, I don't know, maybe five before you're on to the next level. So you'll end up doing the same one a couple of times, which is fun because then, then you get real comfortable with it and you can start just doing fun moves, like, all right. I got two guns. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, come on over here. Come on over here. Get real close and bam, bam. <laughs> I'm watching the trailer for it over here. I do I do know of this. Yeah, I think there was a non VR version of this that people really liked and thought was fun. But seeing it in VR, I can't imagine playing a, a non VR. Yeah, like how version. The, like why? it must have always been in VR. Like, and I just misunderstood. Yeah, non VR would be boring as fuck. <laughs> Because it looks amazing. Yeah, it's great. I saw, it's very I saw this fun. person grab swords and like chop oh. people up and also do what basically you said. Like, all right, let's just move slow. Come on a little closer. Yeah, it's great. Slow. It's very fun. Yeah, this is going to be a, this will be a download first yeah. day. Yeah, again, uh, make, again, when you map out your little area, your little digital playing space, make sure you give yourself some extra room. Otherwise, you might punch something off of your couch. Did you guys have any accidents when you were playing together? Uh, well, almost uh, Sammy almost uh, tripped me up a couple of times, but other than that, oh. no, because I'm 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 I, I made sure to leave a couple of feet of space. Another hot tip, Alex. Another hot tip. Um, it's for the Oculus in particular. Um, so there's like a, you know, you, you map out your playing area. Like, you know, this is my free space. So, so keep this here. And then if you get close to it, like a little grid pops up, um, you can switch that from blue, which is standard to yellow, switch it to yellow. So it looks like the Star Trek holodeck. So then when you get close to the edge, it's like, oh, there's the edge of the holodeck. And that's what you need to do. Cause it's very cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I will definitely do that. Yeah. 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 But it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. I, I've, I've been very busy for the past week, so I haven't had a chance to to break it out since then. But I mean, already as far as uh, putting time into video games that I spent money on, um, doing better with this than I have at any other uh, video game <laughs> front. I, I I'm super excited. I can't freaking wait. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. I will honor the solstice in my heart and try to keep it all year. I will remember what the spirits of Ramjack taught me tonight. Also, before we continue, Brad, mm-hmm. are you going to go see the new Avatar movie in theaters? I mean, probably. I'm surprised that given the talk of VR and given how, I guess, spectacular the 3D is in Avatar 1 and I'm from what I hear in Avatar 2, why hasn't James Cameron done a VR Navi thing? Mm. That's the only way I can truly go to Pandora. It's true. That's true. You think that'd be a layup? Like, I think like that would be the first thing he would want to do. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I, James Cameron's weird. I don't. Super weird. Are like, uh, are like, uh, why can't we go down to the Titanic under the ocean with him in VR? Surely, surely he'll take us. I, I, I've heard interesting things, so we will wait and see. When does if that you go see it? When does that come out? Soon. Like I'm seeing reviews for it already, so it's either coming out this next coming week or the week after that. I mean, I, I know I've seen that Pandora um, Frosted Flakes in the stores, so I have not yet. Oh, I saw it the other day. I almost sent you a photo, but I was like, oh, I'm sure Alex has already he's already seen this in the stores. I haven't seen it. So wall, I would, I would wall, be... wall of angry looking Tony the Tigers. It's like, I've got those Navi blues. <laughs> Pandora's great. Stay away, humans. It's f- just what little I've had spoiler free, like review stuff. It sounds like it's crazy. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> and that James Cameron is just having fun and just. I mean, people loved that first one. Didn't get it. 
doesn't hold up as well outside of 3D. Like, in 3D, it looked fucking amazing, and it did look different and new. What you gonna do in this one? I mean, maybe I'll be presently surprised. Oh, oh. Alex, it's that special time of the holiday season where we talk about Holly and the Hot Chocolate! Released right after Thanksgiving 2022, this year, Yeah. QVC decided to take the holiday um, rom-com into their own hands mm-hmm. and created Holly and the Hot Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we have to say about that. I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> so, I before we get into the movie, I was trying to figure out why is QVC, what's the deal? Yeah. Yeah. So, I found an article and... Uh, the idea for the movie came from QVC's In the Kitchen host, David Venable, who makes a cameo appearance in Holly and the Hot Chocolate as the hot chocolate vendor. I was wondering about this because I was like, this guy, this guy, first of all, is weird. He's not, I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't very good actors in this, um, are weird looking people. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that. But I was like, this guy, <laughs> he's being way too sincere about this hot chocolate. I was like, are they selling this hot chocolate? What's the fucking deal? What's, why is QVC? doing this it's a charming story and and we've learned that as our audience spend more time with us and our host we want to bring them into the world of holidays organically inorganically all the ways that they choose to be with us so so maya siramans president of streaming for qvc and hsn parent company curate retail group told variety of course, this being a QVC production, it wouldn't be complete without a product tie-in, which is coming courtesy of famed New York City dessert shop Serendipity. Venable will appear on air selling the special hot chocolate featured in the movie, a concoction made in partnership with Serendipity, while telling behind-the-scenes stories from production and showing off movie props from the set. I this okay. this movie is selling hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did I want to drink some hot chocolate after watching this movie? Yes. Did I drink Would some I hot chocolate this- while I was watching this movie? Yeah. Mm. Did it. I did it. Did it come so from Saren- did it come from this uh, weird um collab with Serendipity? No. 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 It came from uh, um it came from uh, um from a box that's been in my pantry probably too long, but I mean, I don't know what is the difference between expired and unexpired hot chocolate packets. I don't think it expires I don't At know least, if it expires. I mean, I don't think as, it expires noticeably. Yeah, like its shelf life is a lot longer than it probably says on the box. Yeah, couldn't I, read the couldn't read the date, but uh, tasted fine. Yeah, you would have been fine. I will say that we've recently got hot chocolate bombs mm-hmm. where you drop in the chocolate. The kids love those. And I've also made hot chocolate just from cocoa and milk, like just a yeah. recipe, and that's really fucking good. Oh yeah. So we have had more hot chocolate recently. Nice, nice. But nice. I, I would expect more from a QVC. Like I expected, I could, I would expect almost anything I see in this movie. There's like a companion website that's like in the first scene, buy the shirt the dude wore, buy the sweater the kid wore, buy the art on the wall. Like, this thing should be saturated with things to buy if QVC is putting on And the fact that it's just hot chocolate is interesting. Like, I, I almost applaud them for going so minimal with it yeah. so they can focus on the movie. Well, yeah, because it's Focus I mean, on this romance also, and holidays. Is, I think they're also hoping that, you know, this will get you to download QVC Plus. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Which, what else does QVC Plus have? Are they doing well, TV shows that are also product times? I think it's mostly QVC, but uh, now they got a movie in here as well. So I think that they're going to trick you into downloading this app so you watch the movie, and then maybe you'll stick around and watch some, sell some shitty products 
don't know. Are you'll just like illegally down this, download this movie and then watch it? I mean, listen, I just want to say thank you, Kat Dennings, for sharing this movie because this movie was fun to watch. <laughs> it was a fun time. As far as like Lifetime, uh, Hallmark, holiday rom-coms go, I actually thought it was probably better than most of the ones that I've seen. Like there was someone online that said it's like those movies, but with none of the filler. And I would agree because yeah. it's it goes a lot quicker. I don't think there's anything necessarily wasted it, as long as you know in this in this framing from these movies like in this type of movie yeah it's a tight little film for what it is and it's it's yeah uh, yeah it's very weird it's an hour and six minutes but yeah yeah they don't there is no filler i'll give them that there is no filler unless we're considering what's happening with the mayor's face maybe there's filler guys well what we're gonna be talking about <laughs> i meant filler is content not necessarily inside oh, like boy. filler to literally fill someone's oh, face boy. uh friends i what we're gonna be talking about mostly in the discussion of this film <laughs> Oh, okay. Is, and what I plan is, what I, what, thank you everyone for coming to my symposium. For the next three hours, I will be discussing <laughs> this man's face, Steve Gerben. Steve Gerben plays Mayor Steve. Now, I was like, oh, is he like a QVC guy? Like, what's his deal? I, I don't think he's a QVC guy. I, uh, but, I, I, so I started watching this um, a couple of weeks ago when we were going to record and had to delay. Mm-hmm. Fell asleep. But I was like, all right, I'll watch it before we record. <laughs> so it's good. Then we delayed. So I didn't watch it in full until this weekend. Mm. So while I was watching it, I had to pause it and be like, Alex, what's happening going on with this man's face? And again, this was one of his first, he'd been talking for like 10 seconds. He shows mm-hmm. up and I'm immediately like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> this man's, I, I can't tell if he's 27, 47, or 67. Something is going on. He looks like Grant Gustin from The Flash wearing old man makeup. I don't know what is happening. He has the weirdest face. He has like, he's either old too young or trying to look young while still being old. What's going on, Alex? I, it's, it's troubling and I don't know. And, and I kind of picked up on that the first watch through. I watched it twice. Once before we were, were supposed to record. And then again, I want to say either yesterday or two days ago. Um, but once you called it out on the second viewing, I could not not see this guy yeah. and also wonder the exact same things. I think he's someone who's older that kind of has a young face. So he looks younger, though he's probably 10 years older than you think he is. Yeah, I it's because he's the younger brother of the main guy. No, he's he's not. He's not his brother. I thought they were brothers. No, they're just friends. Oh, okay. I thought they were brothers. No, no. So this is th- now everything in this is weird. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, to me, even just more so. A, he's just a, a friend in quotes, by the way. I don't know how really good friends they are. So, so the main dude in this story owns Missile Towing, mm-hmm. which is a towing a tow truck company. Yeah, yeah. Um, his mom, his dad used to own this restaurant in town. His mom kind of keeps it up. Well, because dad's dead. Yeah, it's it's a bed and breakfast, but they've kind of shut down the the kitchen part since dad died. So, um, so now it's just sort of a a bed, and they say muffins, and they keep saying like, "Ugh, it used to be a bed and breakfast. Now it's just a bed and some muffins." Um, I'm sorry, but like, what what? I mean, I'm not going to a lot of bed and breakfasts myself, but like, how many places are you going? Where are you? What hotel or bed and breakfast are you going to and expecting something greater than muffins? 
I have no idea. Very odd. Like like a muffin and muffins can be really really good. Sure. Like you can't discount the muffin. Uh, now granted, if you're going through breakfast, I would assume it'd be something more. But like yeah, like the cheapest like fucking muffins they're putting out on the fucking you know at the Hampton Inn are fine. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah um and this I mean this guy his 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 wife has been dead for about ten years and everyone's very invested in him not fucking mm-hmm. it's weird he's got a, he's got a teenage daughter yeah who's uh, seventeen she's gonna be going to college next year so this is gonna be her last Christmas at home her last full Christmas season at home and she's she's trying to get dad to do holiday stuff because mom always did it before she died um dad can't be bothered dad hates Christmas he's a real he he's a real Christmas. Mitch, order for Mitch. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so he's dealing with his his Christmas um, bah humbugging. So is everyone in town. Our leading lady <sighs> is uh, not someone I'd want to meet on the street. No. It is, by the way, they established it is December first. Mm-hmm. It is December first. Now I get that this this town that most of this is taking place in, they're like big on Christmas. Like it's a big, it's a Christmas town. Like they mm-hmm. go all out for Christmas. They're trying to be the number one Christmas town. Like that's their whole town shit. Which is why this dude is probably in the wrong place right now. But whatever. But yeah, we cut over a bit to the city. I assume New York. <laughs> I don't think we ever say <laughs> necessarily, but to the big city. And this woman is over the top from second yeah. one. Like she's wearing a full out Christmas sweater with that lights up. She's mm-hmm. she's taking a Christmas tree into her workplace. A live Christmas tree. I mean, what the fuck? Like, lady, calm down. There's a scene where she's walking down the street, and we see we see them contrasting. So we we go to small town, and the guy's walking down the street, not talking to anyone, maybe like nodding or whatever. We go to her in the big city, and she's going out of her way to say hi to people. In some instances, when they're like right beside her, where she has to like lean back and say, "Hey, happy holidays, happy holidays." Um, she's not saying happy like, holidays, friend. She's just saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Sorry, like, it's I, it's all Merry Christmas. It's it's like she's so. Christmas out. It's gross. It is gross. Like, it is December 1st, lady. Like, calm the fuck down. And like, again, she is she is carrying a live tree into her office. She has like multiple nutcrackers. She has all this fucking Christmas shit. Like, she's not just decorating her cubicle, by the way. It's her mm-hmm. cubicle. She's also it's also extending out to to the window. She's just taking this whole area that's around her cubicle as well to decorate. <sighs> it's weird. I hate this shit. <laughs> Um, her job is to go around, and she's a food critic, uh, mostly for bougie places, though, because the, the magazine or the blog website she works for, uh, or QVC, mm-hmm. uh, some sort of, like, idealized uh, QVC for the rich, is for rich people. Well, it's like, not it, a QVC. It's, it's, it's like a fancy magazine. Fancy magazine. And they have to be fancy. So her boss is like, yeah, uh, do fancy stuff. We need to go send you on a, a assignment or something, right? This is such such bullshit. This is not. This is absolutely not a thing. She's like, oh, but but my but my fan base really likes when I re- like you know talk about these like local like everyday you know spots like the best the best cheese fries in town. Ta- like, yeah, that's what sells. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, like, um, a magazine editor. Like, um, that's not what our readers are interested in. Bullshit. Like, I, like, this is a fake version of reality that only exists in movies from the 80s and 90s. 
<laughs> like the cliches we're working with in here, I'm like, come on now, because I'm every every article is like the best cheese fries, the best uh, place to get a gross burger in your state, the top 100 fucking chicken tenders in America. Like that, those are the articles that are published. There's no, there's nobody is like, no, no, stop writing up, stop writing about chicken tenders. We need you to cover a high end French restaurant. <laughs> that's not a thing that happens no it's not but you know fictional world craziness is the holidays uh the boss just recently got married or something she's gotten divorced so she's gotten divorced so she's that that explains what happens later um it's but anyway uh she gives her an assignment that she needs to finish before she leaves on vacation she's gonna go see her uh boyfriend um who lives in another city it's a long distance relationship thing yeah he is clearly not into her Ugh, from the beginning. It's trash. It's trash. He's garbage. He's, he's more concentrated on this plate from someplace I, that... Um, I was fascinated by this because I'm like, why does she have it? Why does she have his avocado plate, by the way? It's a plate that looks like an avocado that he puts guacamole in. Yeah. And he's like, I can't go back to Tijuana and get another one. First, I'm not allowed to go back to Tijuana. I, I don't understand really? any of this. <laughs> also, why do you have a special guacamole dish? Also, if it's so important to you, why does she have it? I In my mind, maybe they went to Tijuana together and like she just happened to pack it and he didn't. I mean, I have no idea. It's very strange. But we never really know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, I mean, again, it, parts of this are not very good. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie, but parts of it, yeah, agreed. Um, so we, so she, we go to the oh, scene of her, uh, reviewing this high end restaurant and it's like the worst, like nineties cliches of a high end restaurant. It's like, Oh, look at how tiny the portions are. It's hilarious. It's uh, just uh, one piece of asparagus cut in two. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Okay. All right. And then then some Christmas music comes on and the the chef is like, "Oh, who turned on that music? No one wants to hear Christmas music here." And let me just say, first of all, they don't. Like <laughs> like if you're in like a high-end restaurant and you just hear some like shitty like um royalty-free Christmas music starting to play out of nowhere, yeah, that is out of place. So, I agree that you shouldn't be playing that because it's weird. Yeah. Um it is strange how they have, like, I don't know, a lot of the acting choices and a lot of the costumes. I know this was a QVC mm-hmm. holiday movie, but I really wonder, like, why. Yeah. I, I, I The chef does not come off as, this is a, an actual chef. No. This is an actor playing a shot. I, I know they actually actors. I, I just don't believe it. Yeah, no. This is where I this is where I thought without knowing anything that like every character in this was from QVC. Uh, yeah, I like I'm shocked that there's not more QVCness in it. The, the the chef I thought should that should have been a QVC personality. Definitely. The lead actress and maybe the lead guy, obviously I don't think so, but everyone else I, I, I just assumed was from QVC. Now I know that they aren't, so I now I'm questioning a lot of things, but the, we go back to the guy who's in the, his little town, and he's looking for houses because he's going to move. Oh, wait, but no, his sorry, daughter's sorry, going friend. to college. I, we we got to talk about the contrast here because we cut oh. away from her um, having this deconstructed breakfast that's so tiny because fancy restaurants have tiny portions that aren't good. Uh, cut to the diner where this guy's at, and he's got this ridiculously stupid plate that is like overflowing <laughs> with like bacon and eggs and toast and waffles. And the waitress is like, oh, sorry, we're out of sausage today. And he's like, oh, that's fine. I've got snacks in my truck. What? Like, holy smokes. First of all, I, like, what version of reality do people think they're living in where, like, the. I, 
Is it like, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, homespun people eat lots of good food, and rich snobby people eat very tiny amounts of bad food. <laughs> like, wh- what are the cliches we're working with from 1991, and who thinks that they exist? The writers of this movie, surely. I mean, they're so living weird. in a, an antiquated it's past. So weird. It is. The more you talk about the food difference. This guy has more than enough food for two people Yeah, on his one plate. There has to be at least five eggs, a Definitely. conservative estimate, on this plate. Like, yeah, yeah. there's there's no way. There is if a he pound needs of snacks bacon. after this, I have more yeah, questions. A pound yeah, of bacon, a, at least three potatoes, like five eggs. You could sit there down at a table and everyone could take a little bit and be full. Yeah. And not need snacks for the day. This motherfucker's not going to eat all of this. He just works at Tro Truck Company. What, what's he? Why would he eat this much food? I, yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange. Um, his friend, who I thought was his brother, but not his not his brother, the mayor, mm-hmm. carries around a large pair of scissors through most of the movie because he's supposed to be like um, cutting the ribbons to, to things that are opening or ceremonies that are starting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was surprised that he was back. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is going to be an actual character in this movie. I thought he was just going to be in that one scene looking weird. But no, he's back and he's looking even weirder because yeah. we're now closer. Unfortunately, yeah, he came back. <laughs> Which is another reason I thought he must be. I, I, there was something that tipped me off the thought he must be family. Because like, why would they put this guy no, over no, and no. over again? But, you know, I'm just a good friend. What if he's an old man that just has a really good toupee? Dude, a that could be a very good young man's toupee. They can make amazing like wigs now for people that look very, very real. But this guy's hair—I mean, it could. This would be like this would be like it, Andy Rooney putting on like a fucking convincing young man's hairpiece. <laughs> There's weird choices all around. Oh, absolutely. Um, mom's trying to sell. Um, the bed and breakfast because there's just I, she can't do it by herself. She doesn't think her kids want to run it. So a question: She's getting is, old now. Uh, now Mayor is not her son, but is this other woman her daughter? Because like um, I'm like, sh- sh- how can she afford to have an assistant? I you know what she she only has 19 days of uh, like off a year and she pays her nothing. <laughs> very possible. Very possible. This it's one of those situations. But they never say like our father. They never mention like her. So I. I, I don't think she's a daughter. I mean, if you told me she was a daughter, I would be like, okay, that makes sense. But she, I, this woman can't, is going to have to close down her bed and breakfast because she's out of money. Like they say, she's like, wait, I'm out of money? And the um, like finance guy is like, oh, no, 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 no. You're just in debt. You're so far in debt that it would be it would be good if you were out of money. <laughs> you are just deeply in debt and can't afford to keep this place up. Yeah, mom's in trouble. Trouble. Yeah. So she's got to sell the place. Um, are you sure he's not? No, he's not. Their son. No. That he blows calls, my he calls mind. Her Deb, and she calls. She yeah, and they they don't like him. Like everyone makes fun of him. They're like you're you're corrupt. Like everyone hates him. Get they? I do love later that Deb says. You know, I didn't vote for you, which I thought, wow, if your mom doesn't vote for you, that's pretty bad. But now it makes sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're um, so Holly. Holly's driving to go meet her boyfriend and her car gets. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Stuck. Before I'm uh, sorry. Before we get there, because um, he's he's looking to buy a new place in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And to go with his daughter, who's going to college. Well, his daughter's there. going to college, and he wants to live closer to her. So when the mayor sees this, he's like, "Have you told Deb, his mom's?" Um, and he's like, "No, not yet." And then he runs out of the diner because he wants. 
to tell he's he wants to tell this guy's moms to stop him from moving. Again, that might have been one of the things that I was like, this must be a brother, because no no friend in their right fucking mind would do something like this. I, but apparently I was wrong. I will say the one good joke is when he's like, hey, don't run with fake scissors. He's like, these are not <laughs> fake scissors. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But yeah, they go and they tell the moms. The mayor goes and tells the moms that, hey, your son's thinking about leaving town. He's like, she's like, what? You can't do that. This is just because you're still sad about your wife being dead. (laughs) Deb, can we have a little sensitivity to this? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's real hard being in this town that's all about Christmas because, like, it reminds me of my wife that died 10 years ago. She's like, well, you gotta get on with your life, you know? And I'm like, he is. He's moving. He's gonna move away and start over. And they're like, you can't leave this town. You just need to. You just need to meet somebody. He's like, I listen. I've tried. I tried to. It's just. It's not going to happen here. I can't do this. Like, well, you can't just leave town. What do you want? What do you want, Deb? <laughs> what do you want, Mayor? Everyone's like, you just need to meet somebody. He's like, well, I'm moving. I'm going to. I'm going to start over. He's like, like that is moving on. That's literally moving on. <laughs> He's moving to a new place to start a new life. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, some, there's someone out there for you. He's like, yeah, there may be someone out there for him. <laughs> not here, mom. I'm so sorry. <sighs> but not here. There may be someone here for you. <laughs> and there isn't, because the person that is that is here for them comes from outside of town and gets stuck here. Yeah, well, because she's trying to eat a fry off the floor of her car. Like a monster. Absolute trash monster. And then, yeah, she You're drives f- in the woods. She gets stuck. She can't go see her boyfriend. She's got to come in and get her car. She's got to get her car towed. Um, she interrupts him. He's sitting in his car eating a hot dog. Mm-hmm. And she comes and knocks on his window. He's like, hey, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to bother you. My I was in a, my, my car uh, crashed. I just need some help. You were in a tow truck, clearly. He's like, oh, that hot dog looks good. And she's like, excuse me? Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> and your point? And, like, she guilts him into giving her his hot dog. That's weird. Yeah. Like, listen, you, you, this, this is a man on the job, clearly. Mm-hmm. And you's like, hey, can I have your dinner? <laughs> That's fucking weird. Luckily, he has two hot dogs. Um, but very strange. I mean, if, if, if this, if we're led to believe this man ate breakfast for three in one sitting oh, yeah. and needs snacks later, then this is the worst thing that could happen to him because he he bought we see two hot dogs there's probably a third or fourth one somewhere oh, that's if true. this is what this guy's eating well, yeah I mean they do have like six meals a day like well you I mean obviously you have to go get a giant breakfast at the diner then you gotta go get uh, uh, bagels and coffee at that one shop um, then you gotta go to the town square to get whatever hot chocolate and hot dogs and everything else they're selling in this town square this QVC town square (laughs) (laughs) that everyone goes to. I mean, it's a lot. Um, so they, they're chatting. He's towing her car to the, to, to the, uh, shop to get it repaired. There's some banter back and forth. Um, there's something there, Brad. Mm-hmm. There's something there. Um, her phone gets run over by him. Well, I don't think he, I think she drops her phone and when he's towing her car, her phone gets smashed. Yeah. 
Which again, who is this woman? Why the fuck? What are you doing? It's very weird. How do you not know your phone is not on you? She asks if she can borrow his phone to call an Uber. And he's like, oh yeah, here. Do you have the number? And he hands her his flip phone. There's something going on in this town. Because yeah. he has a flip phone, doesn't have a smartphone. Like, when she's when she has the wreck uh, initially, um, when she's trying to reach for that fry, um, there's like no signal. So I'm like, is this like some like Wi-Fi dead spot town? Hmm. Like... I don't think surely they have 5G or 4G somewhere. I mean, it seems like it because uh, like he's on that laptop on the internet so they have internet access but like mm -hmm. I just like no one seems to have smartphones which is as you said suspicious that's that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So she's got to wait because her car is towed and is waiting for the mechanic. She's like, are there any hotels or anything? He's like, well, not really. Well, there is something kind of like that. My mom's bed and breakfast. Mom loves that he brings this woman home. Yeah. Because this is the woman. He's like, oh, I told you. This is great. They have known each other for 45 minutes and everybody's already like, oh, see? Yeah, this is great. I love this. Told you. This yeah, is awesome. This is perfect. This is perfect. It is creepy. And everyone is already trying to put these people together. His friend is spreading rumors around town that they're already together or dating. Mom is doing everything she can to try to get them together. I mean, it's they weird. are gaslit into a relationship. They really in, are. Over the course of 45 minutes. Um, I'm not really sure where else to go from here. So... Because there's a lot of other events that happen kind of randomly, but I honestly kind of forget the order of where they go. So, uh, well, that night, um, you know, after he's, he's uh, left... Uh, mom's takes her to her room and is uh, she's like, oh wow, is 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 this is is this Rudy when he was a kid? Yeah, yeah, that's him and his father. They used to uh, wait in line for hot chocolate every night of the of the event. First of all, the photo they're looking at is him as a kid in a hockey jersey, and I guess it's like his dad's coaching or something. They are not holding hot chocolate. <laughs> they talk about this photo like they're both drinking hot chocolate. That's not what the photo is. <laughs> I don't know how you screw this up. Like, d is that an actual photo of this actor when he was a kid and it's the only one they had that looked cold? Just hire a child and have him holding hot chocolate with his father. I don't know what we're talking about here. I mean, there's a lot you could do. It it's so weird because it's like mom is volunteering the hot chocolate festival. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we are seeing mom volunteer the hot chocolate festival as just a random anecdote of a picture that's seemingly unrelated to the fact other than there's two people in the photo that are the people that used to wait for hot chocolate. Yeah. She could have said, oh, this picture of, uh, that's the picture of uh, my boy and his dad. You know, they used to go swimming every summer together. Cool. Thanks for like, um, I guess the tidbit. I'm yeah. going to my room now. Yeah. Well, I mean, she just volunteered that she's a food critic. She, and mom's just like, oh, you should, you should cover the hot chocolate. Because everybody's talking about this fucking hot chocolate. This is the most amazing hot chocolate. By the way, we don't even get to, we don't even get to, until the very end of the movie, do we see people actually drinking the hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't seem like it's over, like, the best thing in the world. Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Okay. They don't. Um, the, the last thing I'll say about dad, who's dead, mm -hmm. and who's in this photo, because um, I just saw it again come up on the stream, because sometimes we watch or see it going as it goes as we're talking about it. Dad kind of reminds me of the dad on A Strangers with Candy because in the hockey photo, his facial expression is like wide-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like, huh? Oy. I don't know why. I just The first thing that came to my mind was Jerry Blank's father nice. just like frozen in whatever 
Um, but yeah, we find out he looks afraid. We find out the dad died uh, right before uh, uh, Rudy and his wife uh, were married. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then after she died, he never he never waited in line for hot chocolate again. I'm like, all right. Oh man, wow. how did dad and, and and the wife die? Is that a related thing? Is there something no, no, in the, you, in no, the they, town? Dad died like right before they were married. But how? We don't know. <laughs> and then she died years later. later. Years later. Yeah. But my question is, are the deaths related? Mm. Is there something happening in the town where people die? Because it like, did they not pay the mob? Oh, the mob is involved. I mean, oh, quick aside. The only other, the other show that I watched recently that was fucking amazing is the second season of White Lotus. Highly recommend. People keep talking Highly about that. Highly recommend. I, the first season is great and good. And I talked about that on Ramjack a while ago. The second season, because it wasn't done in, I would say, the first wave of pandemic times, um, they could take a little more time with it. And it is amazing. It is very right. good. It's on the list. God, the cinematography in it is really good. Aside. Um, so, yeah. Dad hasn't gone back to drink hot chocolate with anybody. Oh. He'll eat hot dogs, of course. But yeah. a man's got to eat. So, uh, next morning... Uh, they go. They go to the shop, and oh boy, it's the parts aren't going to be there till Monday. She's going to be stuck in this town until then. So she calls her boyfriend. And is like, hey boyfriend, I'm not going to be able to make it to meet your parents. First of all, he's 45. His parents mm-hmm. are old as fuck. Like, like what do you like? I, I, I just can't. I like, and there's all this stress about oh meeting my parents. Oh my parents are real serious. And they're not into Christmas, so don't be weird. First of all, like you're 45. <laughs> Like, can, I can't imagine, like, giving a fuck what what family thinks of my significant other. Wrong side of 40. I mean, I, Alex, Alex, you have family connections to people that you don't hate. Like, like, what? Would you care if, like, about them? Would you care if when Emily met your parents, like, that... If if she was she gonna do something that was going to offend them by being weird or something? No. Can like I could see that going the other way. Like, <laughs> hey, parents, don't be weird because you're weird because your parents and you're old. Like, don't more like I, the other way. Grandparents. I can think of. Grandparents definitely. Grandparents. Yeah. Hey, grandma, please don't be racist. Uh, you're gonna make a bad impression. I could see, but going the other way and like, hey, my parents, uh, please don't 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 offend my parents. No. Weird. Not at all. I would never bring someone home that I wouldn't want to bring home and like be like, if anything, it'd be a warning of them about the craziness that would happen in our hometown. Mm, like you said, yeah. the, re- the reverse. I would never be like, hey, cut cut back this, all right? Don't do that. Yeah. That's weird. Also, I, I love my family um, and all things being equal. Thankfully, my wife wasn't a part of a cult. I wasn't trying to... Um, ensnare me in any trap or you know I, everything was on the up and up I, I, I'm happy I don't care <laughs> like it's cool if you like them or not but yeah this is the decision now we're, we're doing this yeah that's so for weird now, like it is weird you're gonna spend so much more time with your significant other than these people that raised you that you like like don't see as off like I, even if you're close with your family you're not seeing your family every single day we see my wife's parents almost every week um when they're not off Hmm. doing traveling and doing things wow and that's once a week yeah that's yeah are we super that's still just once a week yeah that's once a week though it it seems to me that dad in this movie sees mom every fucking day which 
cool. I mean, some people have that relationship. I don't, I don't know if that's the I'm just not case. that person. I, uh, okay, we're talking about the, uh, the boyfriend, though. The boyfriend and his weird parents. I mean, mom's pretty weird. You did see that she had a... I, I like the fact that they went in As we're talking, their house. We're talking about different people. No, no. Well, we're still... I'm jumping between okay, two people. Okay, all right. Just, just making sure <laughs> to separate for everyone else that can't follow this. The, the boy... her bo- Holly's boyfriend is being it's weird, weird about his parents coming into town and she's not going to be there for it. All right. He's being weird about a lot of yeah. stuff. Um, but even the relationship between main guy and his mom... Mom is a little weird. Um, mom has a whole fireplace that is just nutcrackers, which I like that they did that. They didn't just generically decorate in their headcanon. They're like, she likes nutcrackers. She's got a whole fireplace dedicated wow. to them. That's the kind of level that you can, uh, of like set dressing, you can expect from a QVC who's all about set dressing, I would hope. Or from Maria Mitchell. True. <laughs> but all that, all, all that to say, all that to say, um, weird. And I, I, I would not expect. The reason I jumped between the two is because there is some expectation that mom also likes this woman and thinks that she's a good fit for her son, right. which I also think is bizarre, but I mean, that's besides. Yeah, but that makes more sense. I mean, if you oh, squint, way more sense then, than... like, you know, they're wanting him to move on and get into a relationship and stay in town and never, ever, ever leave. Um, we forgot to mention the bad news candy canes of the, uh... uh that's a good bet, too. I like that. Yeah, that's a good bet. Um... Every time uh, at the at the uh, uh, repair shop, um, every time the guy has to give bad news, he's like, "Hey, why don't you have a candy cane? It it makes the bad news go down easier." And every time he's just like pushing the little candy cane thing forward, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good bet. Recurring bet. Um. So they think that the car can't be fixed. The part's not there. They're learning things about each other. This woman, um, this food critic, and this tow truck owner. We find out that Mistletoe Towing Company is not mistletoe as in the holiday uh, greenery that you uh, tradition has kissing people underneath. No, it's mistletoeing. It's like war missiles. Yeah, like it's a missile. Machines it's, it's of a, death. It's a tow truck for towing, but there's also yeah. a picture of a missile on it. He thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Was, missiles go fast. I go fast and I destroy things in my wake. I, he's like, yeah, it's, it's less... It, around the holidays, it gets confusing. Usually, it's pretty straightforward. This is town it? is all about Christmas. Like, what are you talking about? I was yeah, expecting man, you're the to weird be, one here. I was expecting to be a thing like, oh yeah, my wife named it because um, she loves the holidays, and um, and then I. You did, mean she loves the military complex? <laughs> she loves the military and the holidays. Um, and then I changed it after she died to being about military because like I'm sad. Yeah. But good news, Alex. Um, good news. They make it back what? to his place and meet his daughter just in time to learn about the ski ball tournament. The holiday ski ball tournament? Oh, uh, the whole town goes. Oh, do they? Looks like about 30 people, but all right. Okay. So they've got to go. Uh, ring-a-ding-ding. It's the, uh, look, I can't give you a bad news candy cane through the phone, but just just listen, because I'm going to push the thing across the table, and you can just know um, that that's what I'm doing. But it's technically good news for her. I've got the part. It was just here under some boxes. We can fix this thing today. It's already been fixed. Tell her to come get it. He's like, okay, cool. I'll make sure I let her know. Hang up. Goodbye. Hey, who's ready for skee-ball? <laughs> Moments of con, like a second of conflict of should I? Nope. Let's go. Let's continue this. Let's see where this goes. You, you've known each other for less than 24 hours. <laughs> I think the daughter is right when this is tentamount tentamount to kidnapping. Oh yeah, in a yeah, way. yeah. That's definitely, yeah, definitely. It's but no one knows that yeah. except for the dad and. I don't know why I'm calling a dad because he's he's essentially our age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I call him dad because for some reason the daughter is the character I'm thinking 
I don't know why I'm framing it as a dad, but the dude. We'll just call him the guy. Rudy. Or something. I'm sorry. Rudy. That makes more sense. I'm sorry. He, um, they, they go to the skee-ball contest. Turns out that this woman is uh, really good at skee-ball, so she enters the tournament. She climbs up the ranks. She has to play skee-ball against the, the weirdo in town that's super good and obsessed with skee-ball. They do a bit where it's like, oh, they're like, hey, look, you, you're, you're, in the, you're in the finals. She's like, really? Against who? And then they reveal this creepy guy. I'm sorry, there's a skee-ball tournament. She's been playing in it. Did she not know she was winning? <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> movie, how did this happen? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, movie? How do you how do you end up being in the fight like the final two and not realize it until now? Especially ski. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very strange. I mean, obviously she ends up beating the guy and she wins. She's now the town champion ski ball for the year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, of course, mayor's there as well, being weird, looking weird. Um, now they're gonna go to the the town square and maybe get some of the hot chocolate everybody's talking about. And, like, they keep talking about the line and how much they love waiting in line for it. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah, you know, Doug met his, met his current wife in line for the hot chocolate. And this other person's like, yeah, oh, I love waiting in line. I go every night and wait in line for it. It's the best part. The, I mean, it's just the, the people and the hot chocolate and the fun. I'm like, the people? Like, you go and wait in the line for fun? I'm like, listen, listen. I wait in some lines at some theme parks. I wait in some lines mm-hmm. at, at Horror Nights. I am not going to go out every night to wait in a line for hot chocolate. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's crazy. Like, no human being would do that. And just to socialize with my same local townspeople in this town of 32 people. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's very strange. And so we see the guy there, the QVC guy that's selling this hot chocolate. And this is why I was like, wait, is this a QVC thing? And that's when I had to look it up. Because he's being so sincere about it. He's like, this hot chocolate, it's it's a very special recipe. My mother said that it's, it's best to share with someone that you love. And I'm like, what is happening right now? What is this? The, the delivery is a little less... Um, it's not as good as the other delivery. So I knew immediately that this guy was not an actor, yeah. per se. <laughs> yeah. And again, in my mind, everyone was from QVC. Well, it's like, well, this probably well, guy probably should have been yeah, and when I, left out. I looked up on IMDb and I saw that, oh, it's a guy named David uh, Venable playing the character of David. I was like, oh, does this guy really have a hot chocolate stand or something? Is this like some like, you know, small town, like hot chocolate? Thing? Didn't know he was a QVC guy and they're just selling some weird QVC like deal hot chocolate made in conjunction with like a New York like bakery. Weird. It's so weird. It's such a weird choice like they could have been selling products throughout this and oh they're just selling hot chocolate now am i curious about this hot chocolate yeah i'm a little curious like can i order some of this (laughs) how much does it cost what is it good i don't think it's good because what happens at the end of this movie but we'll get there so like they're waiting in line for hot chocolate and the guy's like well sorry we're out she's like wait what (laughs) we're out what the fuck everyone's talking about this hot chocolate and they're like oh yeah that's how it works when he runs out he's out so you have to wait in line for it and then you might not get it so yeah what the fuck it's is pretty, that um, yeah it's kind of stupid it's weird everyone waits in line for something that they're going to run out of yeah I don't I don't get it either it's and, and they seem resigned to it like yeah you know sometimes we get hot chocolate sometimes we don't sometimes we find 
our, our, our significant others. And sometimes we don't. Weird. It's just what we do for the holidays. So weird. So they go back to his place and he makes a fancy grilled cheese sandwich and she's like blown away. Whoa, you can cook? You know how to use a knife? It's a grilled cheese, lady. Let's not get carried away. I mean, yeah, it's like brie and cranberries and pine nuts. Like, it's so grilled cheese. Very strange. And then she's like, hey, can I crash on your couch? Weird. Weird. Like, she's staying at a bed and breakfast. Like, like either fuck or go back to the... Like, to sleep on somebody's couch is a weird move. Mm-hmm. So, next morning, after she's crashed on the couch for some reason, which is weird. Very weird. I thought she was staying at a bed and breakfast, but that's besides yeah. the point. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, he wakes up and both uh, her and his daughter have go- are gone. Um, they left a note. My question, how did they get where they were going? Because they don't have a car. Um, they just walked. It's a small town. I, but they're going to pick up a Christmas tree. And well, she she dragged a Christmas tree, a live one, from wherever she got it in the city to her office building uh, or her cubicle. So, I mean, yeah. she's got experience. Yes. Weird. So, uh, meanwhile, he goes and he's getting coffee and bagels and, you know, probably a mountain of breakfast. Um, and he drives by mom's house and sees that there's a for sale sign in front of the bed and breakfast. He's like, wait, 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 you're, you're leaving. What, what the fuck is this shit? He's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, my finance guy said it was a good time to sell like during the holidays. Um, your finance guy is weird. <laughs> You'll get a better price during the holiday. People aren't buying houses at this time of year. I, very strange. Yeah, very bizarre. Um, he's like, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, 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 I need money. He's like, well, but, but this <laughs> house has been in our family for, for 50 years. It's been in our family for 50 years. Okay. I, that first of all, that means you owned, <laughs> you guys owned this house <laughs> before I was born. That's all that means. <laughs> like I get it. Like we have sentimental attachments to places we grew up in. Sure. Yeah. But like, don't say it's been in our family. <laughs> like it, it's been in our family. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I know it's been in our family. I bought it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been half a generation. Yeah. Let's not get it's, carried it away. Hasn't even, Come like, on. Yeah. It hasn't even made it to another generation. He's like, well, well, what if? He's like, what? And what do you care? You're leaving anyway. He's like, well, what if I, what if I buy it and I open up the restaurant? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sh- yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. He's like, all right, well, that's what's going to happen. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then he leaves, and uh, he's, uh, well, no, he doesn't offer to buy it at that point. He's just freaking out about it. So he goes home. He's being, fre- he's freaking out. He's like, oh, and then uh, Holly and his daughter, they are decorating this tree. He's like, oh my God, everything's so crazy. Uh, did you know, you- did you know that your grandma's is selling the bed and breakfast? What? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm moving anyway. What? We're moving? You're moving? Huh? Holly, just so you know, what is this? What are we doing here over the last 24 hours? What is this? It's like, well, we're decorating a tree. Uh, no, no, but, but this, us, no. this thing. You got a boyfriend. You're going back to your boyfriend, right? That's what's happening. We're never going to see each other again, right? I, I, Ex- uh, yeah, what? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Look, whatever romantic thing this is, this, it, it, it's over now, right? It was nice. It was nice. But yeah, it's not. not, not but, uh, come on. Nothing's happening, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And your car's ready anyway. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, your car was ready yesterday. I didn't say because we were going to go play skee-ball and huh, what? And then daughter's like, whoa, dad, wait, you didn't tell her her car was ready? That's basically kidnapping. No. Don't get it twisted. It's romantic kidnapping. It's romantic (laughs) kidnapping. So she's going to leave now. Mm -hmm. 
she she leaves to go pick up her car also daughter's really upset because obviously she doesn't want him to sell the house because she gets to remember her mother um and she doesn't have very many memories of her mother so that's a whole thing so they're like listen we're just gonna go find holly and you guys are gonna work this out i'm like they don't know each other this is weird so like all right well let's go so they get in the car to go try to find holly before she leaves town and they stop and pick up the mayor who does a weird speech and is like i'm coming too (laughs) all right so they go to the bed and breakfast oh boy and mom's is like wait what's happening she's like yeah we're gonna pick up holly also i'm buying the bed and breakfast so you're not selling it Okay, well, I am selling it. I'm selling it to you, but whatever. Let me put on my coat. I'm coming too. What? Why? Why are all you people coming? <laughs> Take a separate car. Like, this is weird. <laughs> and so they all drive to the, the car shop, but she's already gone. Bum, bum, Very sad. Bum, bum. Mayor's like, you know, it's fucking Deb's fault, right? <laughs> she slowed us down. So now we go to the boyfriend. Boyfriend has a girlfriend. This is Rizal. I don't even know if he has parents because we don't see them. Yeah. Oh, and that plate that he was so obsessed about, she just drops the box and we hear it break. Um, so fuck you, weirdo, long distance boyfriend. Hmm. The lady seems nice. Like, I'm, I'm sure. She, yeah. It's just, she's with a weirdo. Very strange. That, I, that whole, I mean, obviously that relationship yeah, that doesn't was, matter, but very weird. I mean, they could have dot, they could have wrapped the bow a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe brought the parents into it so that we understood why he was saying the thing. I, who knows? Um, it's kind of weird that he was cheating. It also doesn't make sense. Yeah. Kind of. But anyway, doesn't matter. So this means she's free to go back. So cut back to uh, uh, Rudy and his daughter um, being a sad sack, watching TV. He's like, hey, you want to watch Love Actually? She's like, what? You want to watch Love Actually? Um, Weird. Okay, I guess. But weird. I guess you just like creepy <laughs> movies. Um, <laughs> What'd you do with my dad? Um, um, but then they get a call. Someone's been in an uh, accident uh, and they need a tow truck. So, uh, daughter comes with him. They get there. Um, oh my god, it's Holly. She's come back into town to try this hot chocolate, and she's got two cups of hot chocolate. <gasps> no way. So, one, I, I think it's more impressive that she got cups of hot chocolate. Definitely. Especially given how quick it lends up. This guy must make only like a pot of hot chocolate. It only, only 12 people get hot chocolate in a night, probably. Yeah. Um, she got some. And he's like, What? She's staying, Brad. So, yeah, and uh, the mayor's got his fake snow machine. By the way, they're not going to be the Christmas town of the year, which was the whole plot that he thought oh, they yeah, were Oh, yeah, I forgot be. that even existed. But they, obviously they didn't get it. They were never going to get it. But they do get it the next year um, <gasps> when they open up the Rudy's uh, um, Bed and Breakfast restaurant. Well, well, well. So, and Holly is like uh, doing like a little voiceover, like um, reviewing the restaurant that her boyfriend runs, apparently, which I'm, I don't think that's appropriate. But she says no. something about the hot chocolate. She's like, you know, the thing about the hot chocolate is it's not necessarily <laughs> what's so great about the hot chocolate. It's the people and the memories. And I'm like, oh, wait, so the hot chocolate isn't even that good. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> She's like, it's about the, it's about the, the memories and the things that, that are special about the place and the people and and who you share it with it's not necessarily about the hot chocolate oh oh huh this whole movie you've been talking about this hot chocolate now i'm thinking like oh this hot chocolate is kind of mediocre oh <laughs> is there some kind of like hot spicy part to the hot chocolate to give it a I... kick or is there some sort of like subtle note of something that's fruity that i'm not oh oh it's just generic yeah. qvc guy does a Lame whole hot monologue chocolate. about how it how it's important to share with someone you love and that's the special ingredient and like it's it's not good because he's not an actor he's a qvc guy for a reason <laughs> yeah um it makes me think that there's something very suspect happening with the qvc guy yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we see all the people in, in the uh, bed and breakfast restaurant, including her editor who's there and uh, making eyes at the creepy mayor. Mm-hmm. Very strange. They also make a joke at one point. They're like, hey, do you remember what that? Remember when I was running against that other guy? And do you remember when he said, don't vote for a guy with a face like a puppet? And I was like, yeah. I'm glad you're making a point that he has a weird face. But I wouldn't say he's got a face like a puppet. I would say he's got a, a, a no. face like a, a very old man. Yeah. Or, a, I, I don't know, a very old child-looking face. Like, his face is weird. Yeah. And I can't put my finger on what it is. No. There's something strange. He's a young guy with an old face, or an old guy with a slightly younger face. Either way. Or just some real questionable plastic surgery. Not fooling anybody. Very strange. But that's the, that's the movie, yeah. Brad. Um, who won and who lost? Do we do that with movies? Um, I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah. I think... He, oh, well, Rudy won. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, he, he got he got a foxy weirdo. Uh, and he's running... He's gonna be running a restaurant, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Built-in marketing. She has a huge following of foodies. Yeah. So... The town also won. Putting it on the map with this definitely, guy. Definitely. Definitely. Who lost? <sighs> The boyfriend got his plate busted. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. I mean, it's I mean, it's a feel-good holiday movie. There's not really uh not really anybody to lose except the boyfriend, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe the mayor. Uh, did he though? Ever? He's like. <sighs> no one likes him. Yeah, but no one ever did like him. It's not like he's he hasn't gone down. Also, her boss is gonna chew him up and spit him out. He's not ready for a relationship like that. That's the only kind of relationship he's gonna get, though. I think like it's a that's a win True. for him, actually. Okay, well maybe maybe he's not all. Maybe no one lost. Yeah, the boyfriend. His boyfriend lost his plate. And maybe even the boyfriend's other girlfriend, because she's dating boyfriend. Yeah. So poor girl. Oh poor yeah, lady. she she lost. And she seems nice otherwise. Absolutely. She we only see her for a second. She's the but loser. She she's dating that guy. Poor lady. Um. I don't know if I can do best dress, worst dress, because I don't remember any of their fashions um, other than... I think the daughter. Best dress? Yeah. I did like some of her outfits. There was one that she had that was like plaid yeah. that I was like, okay, that's cool. Absolutely. That's the one. No one really had... Um, well, for worst dress... Holly. Well, go ahead. Holly. That fucking light up sweater. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also lost our worst dress, because my shirt also like... Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> How... I, I, this is uh, a Grinch. I'm wearing a Grinch hoodie that my wife and I bought on a whim Amazing. at Dillers or something. And it has LED lights, Christmas lights in it that I can turn on and off with that, a switch. That is wild. You've been saving that this whole time. I really have. I wore it because I found it in the closet while I was wrapping presents because I was stashing them somewhere. I was like, oh, wait, where did this come from? Oh, yeah, I forgot I had this. Amazing. Um, but yeah, it also won me a holiday contest once because I was the only person that dressed up festively. And when I turned the lights on, got it. $50 gift card, mine. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so so we both kind of lose on that respect. Though I'd like to say the Grinch hoodie is a little bit better than what Holly was Holly wearing. was wearing that on purpose for no and in public no whimsical reason. Yeah, I, I this is Ramjack recording. I'm I, I'm with Brad yeah. in a digital space and with you, listener, and you can't even see it. Yeah, <laughs> you can just hear it. You're not wearing that. T- like on purpose on a normal day of work. Yeah. That would be weird. That would be weird. But that's Holly and the Hot Chocolate. Great, you know, fun times for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, would you watch this or the mean one again? Oh, this. Yeah. I- I've watched this Interesting. two and a half times. So the mean one, I could probably be persuaded to watch it again in a more sober state of mind just to make just to see if I missed anything. But I, I if I don't see it again, I'm okay with that. <laughs> just remember the true spirit of Ramjack lies in your heart.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen and whoever, whoever else, whatever else is out there, now that we live in this AI True. world and we're, we're teaching it, uh, we're priming it for the future, and I want everyone to know, everything to know, thank you. Indeed. I want to show my appreciation for listening to the podcast, Brad and I. Always a to pleasure all to our be here, especially in the high holiday time. Thank you. Um, Ramjackpodcast.com. There's the Facebook group. There's the YouTube channel. We're out there. Find us. And friends, I just hope everyone braces themselves for the next episode when I'm sure uh, Alex will be using an AI uh, to tell us more tales about uh, uh, Cadman and Brain and Penny and Inspector Gadget and Holly and the Mayor and various Fluids like hot chocolate, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. No, who would think otherwise? A, ho- a festive holiday flu. Well, we'll see what ChatGPT thinks, but that's yeah, what we'll, I'll imply. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what that AI thinks. Oh boy, gross. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, may your every wish come true. Ding dong merrily on high, in heaven the bells are ringing. Ding dong verily the sky is written with angels singing. Gloria! I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day in the new boy in the neighborhood? Lives downstairs and it's understood He's there just to take good care of me Like he's one of the family Charles in charge of our days and our nights Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights And I sing, I want I want Charles in charge of... Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen When the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even Brightly shone the moon that night, though the frost was cruel When a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel Streaks on the china, never mattered before Who cares, when you drop, kick your jacket As you came through the door, no one glared. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. All hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Gonna need all the help that we can get. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. We just might live the... Holly and the ivy, when they're both full grown, of all the trees that are in the wood, the holly bears the crown. I'm standing on the edge of tomorrow, and it's all up to me how far I go. I'm standing on the edge of tomorrow, I've never seen such a view before. A new world before my eyes, so much for me to explore. It's where my future lies. 
Today I'm standing at the edge of tomorrow. From here the future looks bright for me. And it's all up to me how far I go. It's my time to break away. I'm standing on the edge of tomorrow. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year all our troubles will be out of sight. Once again as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. Someday soon we all will be together, if the fates allow. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little... Christmas, Christmas time is near. Time for toys and time for cheer. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry, Christmas, hurry fast. Wanna play the loop, the loop? Me, I wanna hula hoop. We can hardly stand the wait. Please, Christmas, don't be. Even or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just up on the housetop. Reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys. All for the little one's Christmas joys. Ho, ho, ho. Who wouldn't go? Ho, ho, ho. Who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop. Click, click, click. Down through the chimney with old Saint Nick. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just a size. Merrily, merrily, now we go. Christmas bells are ringing. Caroling, caroling through the snow. Christmas bells are ringing. Joyous voices, sweet and clear. Sing the sound of hearts to cheer. Ding dong, ding dong. Christmas bells are ringing. Dinosaurs. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to Denver, the last dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Denver, the last dinosaur. 
Shows me a world I never knew before. Star of wonder, star of night. Star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding. Guide us to thy perfect light. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Sometimes the world looks perfect, nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change. No matter what the odds are this time, nothing's gonna stand in my way. This is flame in my heart, and a long-lost friend gives every dark street a light at the end. Standing tall on the wings of my dream, arise and fall on the wings of my dream. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze, I'm bound for better days. It's my life, it's my dream, nothing's gonna stop me now. Happy holidays, happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. Happy holidays! Happy holidays!